Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I spent Friday, all day Friday, on the couch with my foot up just watching the boys because I've never watched it. And then it made me think of uh, UFC, the video game, because I was watching the boys with the ad space. fantastic show oh my god i got uh halfway through the first season it is addicting like it i did not oh, want to stop um oh. watching it just gets more brutal by the episode too it's just like oh my yeah god. I, like they don't hold I, back I, for I, shit I've had shows like that before but this is like the first time i remember in a while where it's not like i'm just watching it and whatever happens whatever like some of these things that happen like i feel them like it's like holy shit that was crazy you're like <laughs> Like it immediately hits me in my head where it's like, just imagine if that like you saw that happen or that was you, and then it's like, holy shit, I gotta keep watching. <laughs> <laughs> like the opening scene, I don't know if you've seen it, Drew, but the opening scene of the no. first episode, I was like, I was like, holy shit, what? <laughs> yeah, you know you're in for a ride when that's the way everything begins. <laughs> I'm like, that's how this show starts. Okay, yeah. it's just it uh, you gets doesn't get any more brutal than like five seconds into the show <laughs> i was like holy crap and then my brain immediately went to like he looks like randy quaid and then i had to pause and then it pops up that it's jack quaid and i'm like oh shit he looks just like his dad <laughs> yeah. immediately out of my brain what just happened <laughs> spider-man gameplay looked really good it looked pretty fluid uh Hogwarts had me excited just because, like, you're fucking wizard, Harry. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Ladies. 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gaming degenerates of all ages, welcome back to another episode of A Winner Is You, brought to you by TheChairShot.com. Took a little bit of a week off there. I think that was that was my fault. I wasn't feeling too well. Um, and I was kind of dreading doing uh, episode number 13, but I think we'll get through it. I think we'll get through it. We're already down one member. Sean is Sean is on uh, on travel apparently. Yep. Traveling through the great state of Texas, which is going to take a good full day depending on where he's going. So, you know, if you've ever That's driven true. through there, it sucks. That's a big state. It's I, yeah. I, it can take a long time to get through Texas. I you know when I moved down to Corpus Christi for five years there to to take a job with uh, our current employer. Half the drive was just getting to Texas, and the other half of the drive was getting through Texas because <laughs> Corpus was on the complete south side of Texas. And it literally uh, was uh, we got to the border of Texas. I'm like, hey, we made it to Texas. We're only 10 hours away. I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, it's, big state. it's a big state. It's a big state. But we're not here to talk about Texas. We're here to talk about games, guys. Wait, I, I was told there would be more Texas. You want more Texas? Uh, I can well, get the Dillonator down here. She's from Texas. Yeah. <laughs> so we get get Sean on the phone. We need yeah. Texas. Where's Sean? We need a replacement. Uh, yeah. So, how's everybody doing? With the you know, we we missed a week. So, how you guys all been? I mean, I know we normally talk, you know, during our work hours, but doing Adam, well. Adam's not doing well. We already know that. Nope. Uh, if you okay. if you want to know why, we'll listen to the outtakes in one of these episodes. We'll leave the outtakes in. That'll be like yeah. our fiftieth episode. We'll put in outtakes. Yeah, <laughs> the hundredth episode when we review our previous hundred episodes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we gotta do our, our top ten top ten episodes. Or... <laughs> top ten top ten. <laughs> yeah. Top ten, not top ten. Oh man, we're getting all the great ideas. <laughs> yeah, it's like a David Letterman show right here. <laughs> now we're gonna do stupid Petricks, Glico. Yep. Go on, do something. Yeah, yeah you God, you just sit there. She just does nothing. You just sit there. Can't even kill bugs. What good are you? Okay, no, no fooling around. Let's uh, let's figure out what we got here on our list to talk about for our episode Lucky Thirteen. Oh yeah, was I working on new stuff? Shall we play a game? There we go. Oh, you should have saved that for what you planned. Oh yeah, I got, I got, I got other ones we could do. Yeah. Insert later. Well, we got to talk two episodes of High Score uh, since we yeah. missed last week. We got episode five and six. We'll talk about that. Some interesting news with Microsoft and Bethesda joining forces. Well, I guess Microsoft taking over Bethesda for the most part. <laughs> it's a takeover. Yeah, the invasion. Uh, we, <laughs> the invasion. <laughs> uh, PS5 showcase happened last week. We got some uh, in- information on price and release dates to compare with the Xbox, along with some games. And do we, we will, ever? We will finish with a little bit about what you're playing. So let's get right into it. <laughs> Thank you. 
finished up high score. Last two episodes, six episodes in total. What do you guys think uh, overall just on this whole thing uh, before we get into episodes five and six? What did you think overall for the, for the whole idea behind this concept? I thought it was really good. Like, I, it, you know, I think we all kind of had some maybe poor opinions of the first couple episodes just with the format and maybe the pacing. But, uh, you know, overall... Uh, having watched the whole thing now, I think it was it was really good. You know, it shed a good light on gaming. It uh, really gave a lot of insight to certain things that you know I just didn't really know about, or 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 it was just fun to kind of see again after so many years. So uh, I thought the stories were good. The people that they got to talk, I think uh, I think they had really good stories to tell. Uh, I still think I wish they had expanded on a couple of those stories more than they did, but. At the end of the day, it was you know it was well produced. They they had a story to tell, and I think they did end up telling that story, and I I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I uh, I'd say that it was kind of jumbled the first couple, which you know we obviously talked about a couple times where it's all kind of a little bit all over the place, and they get through what they wanted to talk about in that forty minutes pretty quickly. Um, I never felt like it dragged on. I'll give it that. Um, the, I thought it got better with the last three episodes, four, five, six. I think that was role playing was for, right? So mm-hmm. that's kind of my genre. So it made sense why I probably like that one most. Uh, I think that was four, but that was three, way, but that's cool. That was three. Yeah. Four oh. was the war. Right? Four was the console war one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Which also was good. You just got Sonic's view or the Sega view. But, um, when it ended, I kind of was like, Oh, that's it. They just kind of, I was like, there's a lot more I think I would have liked to see. Obviously, I knew it was ending because it was only six episodes, roughly 30 to 40 minutes apiece. But uh, it made me want to see kind of more. Uh, definitely expand on some of those earlier stories. Some of the people that came around for little interviews, like getting more of their story. I found myself Googling a lot, like wanting to read more about some of these people or companies that have come and gone. Um it was cool how they quickly got from the start of things to where things are kind of at now, tying it back to the beginning with the original idea, and then what does the future hold for us? They kind of left it like that, which I thought was cool. You know, it was I like watching video game stuff. I think we talked about that a handful of times. So um, definitely enjoyed the last two episodes, though, once we start breaking those down a little bit. Yeah, it seemed that... They- in general, they covered about 10 years worth of video games, I think, within this. I mean, they talked a little bit about the beginning um, of consoles, you know, that started kind of in the 70s. Uh, but mostly we started, you know, with 1983, I think, at the beginning. Yep. And then, you know, at the end here, we were talking Super Nintendo. So there's definitely more they can expand on if they want to do another series, you know, by moving into, you know, we ended with, you know, the Super FX and, and chip of Star Fox and then just getting into you know, computer games with doom, you know, so we, yeah, they barely mm-hmm. scratch the surface there. So there's definitely another whole next generation of stuff that they could get into if they want to start a, you know, a second season or something like that. So it'd be, it'd be interesting to see what they do. Um, if they're going to, if they're going to keep going or if this is going to be going to be it, uh, the last, well, the fifth one, what'd you guys think about the fighting? I mean, I think they, at least the last two, it seemed like they, were more focused on, you know, a genre or like than they did on the other ones where we said it was kind of jumbled there. Like 
yeah. about fighting. It was basically Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat, and that was it. They they really kept it pretty tight. Uh, it was kind of cool, and then and again we had another you know the beginning of esports and another whole competition with fighting. So mm-hmm. uh, we got another world champion to show off his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed when they I laughed when they immediately went to that. I'm like, oh man, they just can't help them. <laughs> Uh, I mean, but that little bit that they were talking about with the esports uh, people, that one team uh, that they kind of focused on was pretty interesting. But I don't know. The, the fighting, I think for me, fighting games never really caught me. So uh, I wasn't super interested in that. I mean, obviously, I played those games as a kid, uh, especially at uh, at the arcades. Uh, the, those were those were one of the main games that you found. Uh, so I thought it was really cool how they kind of talked about the the two different uh, games and then how you know Street Fighter had came out and how they kind of progressed through and then when Mortal Kombat came out it was like well no we're going to use these like live action digitization of uh, real life people and oh by the way it's going to be super super violent and how like you can see how they you know they were younger guys when they were coming up with it and they had no idea that they would see such a backlash from you know parents about that and like we had no idea that it would be that big a deal, but uh, obviously it was. So, um, and I feel like I'm getting conflated because I feel like the same kind of violence and gore came up in the last episode as well. So we might talk more about that in episode six. But, um, but yeah, it was just interesting to hear that they were like, yeah, we had no idea that anybody would have a problem with this. And it was like, well, obviously, <laughs> that much violence in a game, it's going to cause some sort of ruckus. Yeah, yeah, that was the. The kind of the beginning of the congressional stuff when they really got into yep. you know violence mm-hmm. in video games and is it really good and or bad and you know God to help you know to wonder where we'd be if that you know differences would have happened there and no Grand Theft Auto or anything would you know <laughs> what would have happened you know <laughs> yeah and, yeah and I never that's a, oh go ahead I was gonna say that's a lot of video games we don't have if that actually goes through. Uh, with like them passing all that. Well, granted, that's how you get the rating system, right? Right. So, like that yeah. happened, which is good. But like, imagine if it was more than that. Think of all the games we wouldn't be playing right now if it was ever worse. Like, shut down things completely. Like it was Mario or nothing, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I think they they went over that more in the episode six, right? Because they were talking about uh, Doom, and then also, oh god, what was that live action one that the. Uh, the uh, the murder oh that was, in five. That was in five night trap yeah that was in five that was in five, oh, that was in five. okay yeah I, it's been too long I feel like they're <laughs> run, they're running together for me but yeah like <laughs> night night train and was trap. it night train Is that night, trap. Night, night trap night trap thank you yeah. night train oh boy <laughs> anyway uh, it's a Guns so, N' Roses yeah. song <laughs> there you go so yeah I mean you have that night trap and that. It was funny to hear him tell the story about how he went to Hasbro and they were all interested in it, but they didn't want any any replicable violence in the game. Like they didn't want any any violence where somebody could actually do that violence. So it ended up he wanted to have ninjas. Uh, well, you can't have ninjas because people, I guess, could be ninjas. So they were like, okay, well, what yeah. about vampires? And they're like, well, yeah, vampires works, but you know they can't bite anybody because <laughs> you could actually bite somebody in real life and. They got to be slow, which I don't know exactly why they have to be slow. But <laughs> you ended up with these like crippled vampires who couldn't <laughs> couldn't fight anybody. In trash That's like babes. the main villain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
like, with these like with these horrific drill hooks yeah. that are like drilling into people's uh, and that's necks. not violent. You can't like, like, no, that's we, oh my god, <laughs> that's okay. Uh, biting, no. Uh, uh-huh. Drill into people's necks. Yeah, we're good with that. <laughs> oh man, it's just so. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> You know, and I looked that up too because that game is available on Switch if you wanted to play it. Yep. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if I could do that. It's 15 bucks, and I'm like, that's a little pricey for me to to want to try and play this yeah. game. I might just watch the <laughs> the video of it online. Because... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah, it looks so it. bad. It's like the 25th anniversary or something, right? They released it on Switch. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was 20 or 25th. I took a guess, but the. I, that's the only way I'd, I'd seen that streamed on Twitch, and I was like, "What the hell am I watching? Like, who is who would play this?" Not, I had no idea that's what it was until I watched this episode, and I was like, "Oh, I get it now." <laughs> that guy that was the the guy who created the game, his interview I thought was like it was like comedy. He had me laughing. I thought it was so funny mm-hmm. how he's like going through it and what he wanted to what it turned into and like how it kind of led into the job he has now, like because of all the stuff with the Congress, like he sold way more copies of that game than should have ever sold because of how bad it was. (laughs) Thanks, Joe Lieberman. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you, and you wonder why the Sega CD failed. Like, this is like, you know, this kind of game was what was coming out on it. You know, it's like, Oh my God. I mean, the concept was great. It was a good idea and everything, but the, you know, I go, I'm glad that he could kind of laugh it off a bit, but how, you know how his game that he wanted got completely turned into this basically a joke of a game that is you know of course those games turn into cult classics mm-hmm. exactly well look at he i think he as he started he said like what he's known for but like what he does now and it's like how he does like cgi production on tv shows and stuff like making everything look real like yeah he ended up doing okay <laughs> like yeah. he, this didn't end his like career and life with like nowhere up from here this is it and i ruined everything like he ended up okay with it but like it was so funny and for me the whole episode i thought it was funny how you go from street fighter uh which like the guy in the bathhouse where he's like he's sitting in there the designer's in there and he's talking about all the uh like how it would be normal to have the fight in the bathhouse and like he started cracking jokes that had me like hooked to start but then how that leads to mortal Kombat, which kind of snowballs into the episode six but like bringing in the violence. And then as soon as they started doing the Congress stuff, which I'd seen like clips of that on YouTube before, but like with parents like testifying and stuff like the, whatever mm-hmm. that one council was, I can't remember. And I, I literally like wrote boomers are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Boomer. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of cool to see like, you know how they came up with the ideas for levels and, and stuff like that. He's like, Oh, it's just sitting in a bathhouse. Like, Oh, that's how we came up with one of the levels for, uh, I can't remember yeah. the sumo guy's name, but, uh, or E Honda, right. E Honda. For, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Uh, you know, it's like, eh, that's how we came up with the background. And like, you know, with, um, how was the other one for star Fox? You know, how the guy mm-hmm. who created star Fox was like, uh, was that Miyamoto? I think it was, yeah, it was, it was yeah. Miyamoto. you know, yeah, walking through Japan and he's I like, know. why can't we fly through these, arches arches yeah. instead you know yeah. to help keep the you know the 3d level in a in a state where you don't get too crazy and you know keep you can control the game it's like well shit that's how you come up with that you know it's like shit yeah. just walking around man i like 
That's just so crazy to hear kind of how they come up with these games or these, you know, yeah. these ideas for backdrops and stuff like that. It's just really cool. That was, uh, I think that was a very common theme between almost every episode, if not every episode, where uh, all of these uh, Japanese game designers and like these people are kind of legends for everything they thought of and continue to improve on was like they literally show places that gave them the idea of like a background or a level or part of the map. And it was like, like with, uh, it started with it where he's like looking over Japan and he's just like, he imagines the aliens invading for space invaders. And like, yeah, overlay that over probably Tokyo. I don't remember if it was that or just wherever in Japan, but uh, they kind of did that in every episode, which I think is really cool. Like pulling from things you see every day to be like, Oh, that would look really cool in a video game. How do we design that? And then the artists doing their crazy jobs to like draw this stuff, which how amazing their drawings look, how it turned out, and now like it looks like actual art when you play a video mm-hmm. game. Like just crazy how that's evolved. Yeah, I thought that was actually super inspirational when they were talking about like being the best at something and you know how Miyamoto would uh he like they would be programming stuff and he'd be like just throwing out like, Oh, what about trees? or you know, what yeah. about what <laughs> yeah. about this or what about that? And you'd be like these He'd be just sitting there like a smoking like a chimney. Yeah. And they, 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 these programmers would be like, man, like, get this guy out of here. Like, he's just bugging <laughs> us. Right. And like, you soon realize like you're in the presence of genius because he all of a sudden turns all these millions of things that have just been floating through his head into like Star Fox. Like, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, man, it's just so like to see these people work and come up with these amazing ideas was just, that was pretty cool how they were talking about that. Yeah, that was probably one of my, I know we'll get into episode six probably a little bit, but that was probably my favorite part of the entire episode six is like these two British guys, 18, 19, get hired. They're working yeah. at Nintendo. They get treated like complete outsiders with their, fa- like their off, off space, like little office. Yeah. That was the only place Miyamoto could smoke in. So he'd be in there just smoking. <laughs> and, so, yeah. and just like, they'd be like, oh, they, he'd come in and he'd just start talking all these ideas and we're sitting there listening, trying to work. Yeah. Yeah, I can uh, I can understand how much of a pain in the ass it is when you're sitting next to somebody in an office space and they just keep talking all the time <laughs> when you're me. trying. To... <laughs> I don't know who he's talking about. <laughs> That's your other coworkers. That's not me. Oh no. Okay. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I've changed. Okay, it's been like. Uh, 12 months or whatever. <laughs> it's been at least six months since he's interrupted a coworker. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned um, drawings and creating of the characters and stuff like that a little while ago. Like, what did you think about, you know, we'll get into episode six here a little bit further too, and, and the creation of Doom and how, I can't remember that guy's name now, uh, John Romero, oh, who the creator created Doom, and uh, he went through that that kind of sketchbook and showed the initial characters that they were drawing yeah. and how yeah. like terrible they looked. He's like, look at that guy. What's that guy got going on? <laughs> like a butt in the head. His <laughs> art versus like all the Japanese artists we've seen and like how focused on detail they are and his little scribble like, yeah, this wouldn't have worked out well. He laughs and posts to the next page. <laughs> those were great. Oh, I love those. Amazing to hear the stories that those guys were coming up with, like how the fact that they were, you know, they were PC programmers and they were gamers on PC, right? And then they saw the Nintendo and they're like, man, how are we supposed to do that? Like, just 
continuously scrolling sideways. They're like, all the games we play, you get to the side of the screen, and then it jumps to the next screen. And then you get to the side of the screen, and it jumps. Whereas you get on the Nintendo, especially, like, think Nintendo 3, right? Or uh, not Nintendo, Mario Brothers 3. Uh, it, it just, you know, it continually scrolls. And they're like, man, how do we do that on the PC? And this guy just, like, stayed up all night. And they kind of implied that it was kind of in a drug-fueled, like, programming <laughs> yeah. session. Yeah. Right? And, like... He, they, he all of a sudden uh, that Romero guy showed up in the morning and there's just there's like a little uh, floppy disk sitting on his desk like here check this out yeah. and it's his game but developed in like the in the Mario 3 world on PC side scrolling continuously and he's like man they just stayed up all night and figured this shit out and now that's a game changer now you that's yeah. something you can PC whereas yesterday you couldn't like that's just nuts yeah. That was uh, Carmack, the partner, Carmack. essentially. Because yeah. he says his name, and I'm like, man, that guy figured out, like, all of this shit to make this possible. Like, he started it. It was this guy. And you're right. Like, they pointed out all the things. Like, yeah, we had, like, the lights dim, no windows. We had, like, the all the beverages in the fridge. We were cranking mm-hmm. music. And I'm like, and the drugs, right? You're yeah. going to say that next? <laughs> well, they even, they even went into it, and they're like, and they took a dive into the Mushroom Kingdom, and it was yeah. all psychedelic. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, oh, no, not that Mushroom Kingdom, the Mario sure. World. And they were like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, Dangerous Dave. I thought that was hilarious. It was like Dangerous oh, Dave, yeah. something, 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 but he's in Mario uh, Bros. 3 there, which that... How to figure that out in one night and then it works? Like, that's insane. Those guys were geniuses for what they did. Well, that guy not only figures that out, and basically a year later, you know, within that, you know, in a calendar year, they create Doom, you know, to do this. But then, like, that guy also figured out, you know, this is the beginning of the internet, and the guy figured out how to do multiplayer internet over over the internet to play Doom. Like, that's absurd. Like, this is just groundbreaking, you know, internet stuff, like... And he's already figured out how to, you know, capitalize on it. That's like, holy shit. Like, that's insane. Yeah. That was crazy. Like, that, it was crazy how he, uh, um, they were like, yeah, he set up a PC next to each other, played over the network, and all of a sudden he's like, he shoots on one, and then the guy gets hit on the other screen. He's like, I figured it out. <laughs> like, that, is just, that was crazy to watch. <laughs> Like yeah. listening to that, like that story, I would love to like hear, read, see more. Like that was like had me so hooked. Just the doom and those guys, uh, and like it, it, it sucks that was the end, but that was definitely yeah. a good end to have. For it me. almost seems like they, you know, we we've had this complaint since the beginning that they open up all these storylines and don't finish any of them. It's almost like they knew what they were doing and they were going to open up all these storylines basically see what the feedback is on what people want to learn more about and then maybe dive deeper on individual documentaries coming up. Like I, as a fan, I kind of hope that's what's going on. Right. I hope they're trying to see like, okay, well these doom guys are definitely going to do a bigger one about them or, you know, the sound designer, we're going to do a bigger one about him. You know, like hopefully they, they pick certain ones to do more about. Uh, I, I guess I can't get my hopes up, but that's, that's what I'm going for. Yeah, I guess, you know, kind of to, to close it out is I was going to ask, you know, what would you rather see? You know, because there was a lot of good stuff here and, and some, you know, we talked about wanting them to expand on, on some of the stories that they've talked about. You know, we'd love to hear more about certain things. But we also, you know, where the where they ended was, you know, the start of kind of 3D gaming and, 
you know, the end of, towards the end of Super Nintendo. So they have, you know, all this other stuff they could tackle, you know, moving forward. Would you rather see them? If I guess if you had the choice, because I, I don't know what I don't know if they're going to do any more at all in the first place. But would you rather see them try to expand on a couple of these stories, or would you rather kind of have them just keep going into the mid and late '90s and get into the N64 and and how PlayStation got started because Nintendo screwed them over and you know all that kind yeah. of stuff? Because there's some good stories there too that they barely touched on, you know, in the in the war between Sega and Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, selfish ahead, i'd want both yeah <laughs> i would want oh yeah, me too me too yeah handful of the things that we saw already but i would say if it means seeing more of things that i haven't seen so like picking up in what did we end at like 93 96 yep, time 93. frame pick up from there to how many ever more years maybe 10 more years 20 more years whatever and do the next chunk would be cool because like yeah, I think you said all of it, where it's like, think of all the things we didn't see yet. Like, we just got to the Super Nintendo, and then yep. it, you get a little bit there, and it stopped. Yep. But kind of how all these things put together lead to, like, what we're doing now, like, and how much even further it has to grow. Like, they just got into gaming on a PC, and now look how that is. So, like, I would love to see them keep going through the years of all these stories that kind of relate to each other, but in different episodes. Um Although Doom stuff, like I could look that up on Google. I'm sure there's something out there to watch. But like, I'd love to see that guy keep talking about the game he put together. That's yeah, just that'd be awesome. I think it's it's got to go. It's got to keep going forward, right? I mean, I think we all want to have these little side uh, explorations into deeper dives into a couple of these storylines. But that it they got to keep going. I think the next one, you know. I don't know when they're going to do it. Are they going to wait another ten years to do another de- another decade? <laughs> I yeah. hope not, right? But they got to keep going. They got to keep going to that next uh, the next realm, um, the next era. But I think at at some point they can't keep going, right? Well, obviously they're going to reach uh, current times, but and also it's it's not history yet, right? Like they can't go. Well, okay, what happened between twenty ten and twenty twenty? Like okay, well, it's not that's not like actually history yet. You know, it's not far enough back to where uh, it would actually be interesting to watch. So I think they yeah. could probably get away with going through maybe PS3, definitely PS2 era. Like I think they could definitely get away with going that far up. But any further than that, I think it's you know it's still yet to be written. So yeah, they'd have to wait a bit. Yeah, I think you could, yeah, I agree. I think you could do maybe 10 more years, get into about 2000s when PlayStation and Xbox are kind of the big things, and then that would be mm-hmm. a good place to kind of call it a day for now because I think you can you could tell the story of how PlayStation got started with Sony and, and Nintendo's issues and then kind of the fall of Sega and then get into how mm-hmm. Microsoft started their, you know, their pull into uh, consoles with the Xbox and then more on you know, the PC gaming, like you said, how it, you know, we barely scratch the surface on it. And there's just a shit ton more you can talk about when it comes to PC gaming for sure. And the rise of esports, I'm sure they would love to talk about more uh, esports and, you know, who's winning championships. So they could definitely do yeah. that. So, yeah, I mean, if I, well, I'd sure like to see them all, but if I had, I, if I think about what I think would happen, I, I'm guessing they're going to go maybe another do another 10 years worth of the stuff. Hopefully maybe we get something in a year. I'm going to guess unless, you know, if they don't have any of it done by now, then 
you know, yeah, with the pandemic, it's going to be a little tough to to get interviews and stuff like that and put all that together. So we'll see. Um, yeah. The one. They, yeah. Sorry, I was going to add to what you're saying, and that's just the tip of it, right? Like, think about the other things that came up big, like YouTube. How much gaming stuff you got to watch because of YouTube and like uh, Twitch slash well now Prime Gaming, like those things they could start touching on because that really started started then like really picking up steam to where it is now where that's like entertainment for people but um there's so many things they could talk about to get to mid 2000s i I would love it i but yeah you're right if they didn't start filming or doing production type work now it's probably not happening next year maybe next two years uh just with you know pandemic everything yeah and yeah they could definitely touch on you know how it you know, it was kind of mainstream then, but how it's come more to the forefront, you know, nowadays, or, or at least at that time when I'm not sure when, well, no, G4 TV started later than that, but yeah, with the esports and with all that kind of stuff, it's, you know, became a bigger thing as the years went on. So they can definitely touch on that. One thing we are going to get though, if we talk about maybe a little more into the depths or into the weeds of stories from some of the ones we got, and it's premiering as we talk right now, and that's on CBS. And maybe this is, you know, something where we could see more details on some of these other things we touched on. But this one is on the console wars, and it's a full-length documentary. I'm not sure what full-length uh, means as far as time frame, because I don't see a time. <laughs> but I, think, I think it's probably like an hour and a half. Full-length, I would think, yeah, it'd be an hour, hour and a half. Uh, of just on the console wars and it's based on the book that i am currently reading console wars so it should be pretty interesting and if it is based on the book i I mean i'm certainly not all the way through it but it is pretty awesome and it really gets into those details about you know how so how sega got started and and really got became in the you know into the consoles after you know kalinsky took over and uh, how they had to fight tooth and nail to get any kind of shelf space, basically, in stores, and Walmart rejected them, and all that kind of stuff, and uh, it's, so it's I think it could be pretty cool. So uh, you know, we'll get a good, you know, deep dive into at least that section of of gaming things. So I'm pretty excited for that one. We'll we'll review it next week. So you know, watch at some point, boys. You got six seven days yeah better download the cbs all access i'm not doing it just kidding i don't know what that is (laughs) i think it's yeah i think you can just watch it i think you can just watch it i don't think you have to pay for like cbs all access yeah it's just uh i don't think so Uh, you better not because if i have to pay for it i'm going to be very upset I'll I don't just, think you have to. I'll just keep reading the book. Or then. just keep an eye on the uh, yeah, keep an eye on the DVR and uh, see if it pops up, and then record it, right. and then watch it. There you go. There you go. There you so go. hopefully, hacks. there's your hacks. If it doesn't cost any money, we will review it next week. How about that? <laughs> stay, stay tuned. Yeah, we'll let you know. We'll see if it's on the sheet. <laughs> Come next Wednesday. We ignored it. We uh, looking forward. We definitely ignore it because we can't watch it. That's right. <laughs> uh, I before we uh, move on officially, I was going to add. I thought it was hilarious when they uh, were talking like the dial-up internet, 
and then it was like the commercial with the kids showing uh yahoo hooligans and like that that brought me back like hearing those commercials where it'd be like yahoo that was good i'm better that's good you're welcome guys nice i knew you i knew that's what you wanted oh and here's a knee deep in the dead i took that from the doom guy uh yeah yeah, and then how they had the balls on them to do a pr- press release before uh, <laughs> they even figured out how to do the damn thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. do multiplayer online. They haven't done one bit of code yet, and they're already <laughs> touting this game that they were going to make. That is, <laughs> that is <laughs> well, and they got the title from the Color of Money. Was it the Color of Money? Was that yeah, the one with Tom uh, Cruise? Uh, Tom Cruise. The, yeah. uh, what the hell? Yeah. Why can't I th- pull? Pull. Stick? Why can't I think of the Q? Yeah, well, I, could, I couldn't think of the name. Pool Q? His pool Q was called... What, what's in that box? It was, called, it was called Doom. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Well, that'll wrap up everything from High Score. If you haven't gone and watched any of the episodes, highly recommend it. Some of them are a little... You know, like we said, you know, at the beginning was a little tough because there was a... You know, they went back and forth through a couple different topics, but I think it was very informative and really fun to watch and and hear some of these uh, stories about how games were made and the ideas and how they came up with them. So definitely go give it a watch if you got Netflix. If you don't, well, then, you know, you don't get to watch it. Sorry. Yeah. Why do you not have Netflix, listener? Come on, give it the times. Jeez. What a pansy. (laughs) All right. So Microsoft... Uh, made quite a purchase this week, huh? They did. Bethesda Games is now part of Microsoft and Xbox for a cool what seven point eight billion? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, a couple pennies extra or less. I don't know. Uh, but... One less ivory back scratcher. Sorry, seven point five billion. God. So. I guess the first question is, what does this mean for Bethesda Games as far as exclusivity? When we when we I, talk I, about Fallout, or <laughs> you know, I saw a great meme already. It was like, man, this means Bethesda is going to have to finish games before they release them. <laughs> 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 no, I think it's it's uh, I I don't know if it's good or bad, right? I don't know that necessarily, um, you know consolidating uh these companies is necessarily a good thing i think uh you know at, microsoft has definitely been out to buy up these different uh these different uh you know game uh studios right it's they this has kind of been their business model is to go out and just buy people up and make them part of the microsoft game world right they started with i think what was the first one bungie uh or something like that and then they yeah. moved on from there so uh, it's not it's not out of the out of the ordinary. In fact, uh, so Obsidian, which is the one I was talking about a couple of weeks ago, they produced the Outer Worlds and uh, one of the Fallout uh, New Vegas. Um, it's they they bought them up. They bought now Bethesda. So there's it's not out of the ordinary. It's not out of character for them. I think it's it's a good move for Microsoft for sure because uh, I think one of the big probably knocks we've all had about Microsoft, especially the Xbox has been lack of exclusives. So I think, you know, this it's going to be interesting because I I highly doubt, like, if Fallout 5 comes out, it's probably not going to be avail- available on PS5, right? It's probably going to be an Xbox exclusive. 
And that might change the arithmetic for some people uh, on which one they decide to buy, uh, especially since, you know, Bethesda, it's not just Fallout. It's, you know, it's uh, Skyrim or not Skyrim, but what is it? The, the Elder, uh, Elder Scrolls. Scrolls. Yeah. Right. Yep. So it's Elder Scrolls. It's, uh, you know, all of the other Bethesda. Um, Doom. Doom. Yeah, Doom. We were just Speaking talking about it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, a couple other ones. So, and it's, so there's a lot of games that come out of that network, out of that developer, and for Microsoft to pick them up, that's probably a pretty good move, especially you know for that to be announced right before uh, these consoles get released. Um, more to come, I guess. We'll see what happens. Uh, I guess this wasn't I, it. I, I wouldn't say it wasn't a surprise because it was a surprise to me, but it was interesting that when I was on the Xbox network, I noticed that Fallout 76 was one of the ones. Or sorry, not Xbox Network, the Xbox Game Pass. Uh, Fallout 76 was one of the ones that you could get for free. And I was like, hmm, that's weird. Like, I didn't realize Bethesda had any deals with Microsoft. Well, you know, a week later, this gets announced. Yeah. uh, (laughs) I don't know if if that was broadcasting or what, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, It's something. Adam, what do you think? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, that was the first step was, like, obviously the agreement happened. The first step was making all, I don't want to say all, but from what I've read, it's like majority of the games you would recognize are available on that Xbox Game Pass for PC or Xbox, like how you have it. Um, and then the immediate thought I had is, so that means I'm never going to be able to play this game, one of these games on PlayStation again when they make new ones. And then I looked it up. And at, so how it was, like how I've read, just searching it, I think I linked a Washington Post thing in there, but it's like, at the moment, they would still make games for PlayStation. However, they Microsoft could get as ridiculous as they want with terms and rights and everything, where PlayStation's like, screw that, we're not playing the game then. Uh, we're not going to play that game, so we don't want it. And then they could become all-exclusive for Xbox. But that would also mean PlayStation makes more of the things that they work on exclusive, which now splits you to, you have to buy this console if you want to play this game or this console if you want to play this game um my solution is get a pc get the xbox game pass and then play a playstation uh for the other games Uh, so (laughs) um i just think holy crap i think we we talked about this a few weeks ago with spider-man coming to avengers only for playstation because of sony it made sense but like that was kind of a start and this is this could very quickly get out of hand if uh, Microsoft and Sony don't play well together, and uh, Sony is uh, has history of not playing well with others. I think we've seen in the Marvel universe. So uh, <laughs> you can only imagine. I don't know if the whole thing rolls up into the same. I'm sure the games division is different than movie or TV or whatever for Sony, but um, it's just kind of it's. I don't know if scary is the word, but like thinking how much money this could cost consumers because. Oh, I really want to play the new Fallout game, but it's only available on Xbox now. I wanted a PlayStation Five, uh, and I want PlayStation Five to play whatever game that comes out just for PlayStation. We've listed a bunch, but mm-hmm. that kind—it of, kind of sucks when you when you look at it that way. Um, when I saw that news, I was shocked. I was like, I couldn't believe what I was reading. Uh, like yeah. that's a very well-known uh, developer, and all the games that are available now for Game Pass is cool, but. Future's a little scary. Think of what could happen down the road. Yeah, sucks for you, PS Five lovers, right there. That's what I'm thinking about it because 
Man, yeah. if they make them exclusive, that's just like what I mean. And I mean, Tommy obviously, Hayes. obviously, this was this was perfect timing for them, and they they oh, put it, did it in the right spot because not only do they say, "Oh, we got a we got a console out there that's cheaper," and yeah. we got exclusive rights now to all your Bethesda games, all your Fallout's and your Elder Scrolls, and guess what? Now we're really you know stepping on everything for PlayStation to say, look. We got all this new stuff now, all this exclusivity. You know, how can you say no to Xbox now? You know. Yeah, and you don't even have to buy these games; they're available on Game Pass for yeah, well, yeah. dollars a month. Not necessarily <laughs> yeah. all of them, but, but yeah. we'll see. But yeah, I mean, in in a sense, right? You can say, you know, hey, you know, you may not want to get a PC because you know if the ones that you'd want to get to to play all these games may cost you more than just buying an Xbox console. But with Xbox Game Pass and everything, now you have options to play all these games for a good monthly subscription. So we can just keep getting mm-hmm. your money and keep getting your money. And you know what? Yep. I tell you what, they did not waste time uh, with that five dollars a month. Literally, you oh know, yeah, they had a promotional deal where it was one dollar a month, and I was like, sweet, I paid my buck. And then at the end of the buck, the month, I got an email saying, hey, just so you know, it's going to five dollars a month next month, no problem. I'm like, yeah, I figured that. Okay. Like two weeks later, I got an email saying your five dollar a month promotion is ending. Now it's ten dollars a month. So within you know within like forty days, it went from a dollar to ten dollars a month. Yeah, I'm like, man, they are not wasting time. They were trying to nope. hook people in as fast as possible. Now that they released all this information about the Xbox, now that they you know have this Bethesda thing, they're like, yep, we can pay full. You know, we can we can charge full price now. I think it's time. So, yeah. yeah. That was crazy. I, I'm pretty sure I got the one, the email that it was going up to ten dollars before I even got the one saying it was going up from a dollar <laughs> to five dollars. I'm like, are you fucking like? I'm like, wait a minute, is this a joke? Wait, what am I on here? <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I got that email. It's, but I mean, it, we, we, it's not like this was uh, not expected, right? We all kind of realized that the red was on the wall. These were all very promotional rates to get you locked in. And I mean, hell, they they did it to me, right? I mean, my uh, well, I'll talk about it a little bit more later. But my new favorite game, The Outer Worlds, is on there now, and it's like, uh, I, yeah, sure, I could go to Epic Games and spend thirty dollars to buy the game. But guess what? I already I already have this Game Pass, and there's a couple other games on there that I'm looking at and interested in playing. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator is on there, all 150 gigs of it, or whatever it's up to now. Um, so it's. You know, you have all these games that are really good games and uh, recent games that, you know, even at ten dollars a month, you know, you do that math, you know, sixty bucks a game, you buy two games a year, you're set. You know, yep. it's like, uh, you know, I don't know with with how I buy PC games, I usually buy a lot on Steam sales and stuff, but I definitely spend more than one hundred twenty dollars a year on games, right? And I bet you that I can make that money back based on this xbox game pass if it stays at 10 bucks uh so this it, it even it it makes that decision even harder if we're talking about a console as well and i i know we'll talk about that more in the ps5 but like when you're making that decision between the ps5 and this xbox series either either x or s it's like this all of these things just make it more and more difficult to make that decision it's like they're doing these two companies are doing everything perfectly uh to be like yeah we're going to make this as a hard of a decision as we can possibly make it. So it's crazy. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and I, I was going to point out, like, we talked about this, how Xbox released their prices and their release date because there was a leak and then they rolled with the punch and said, yep, here it is, all the official news, and didn't make it some big, crazy showcase deal. So they hit the first punch. PlayStation waits a week, comes back, and as we'll get into, of reasonable prices compared to those Xbox prices for what you're getting. And then <laughs> Microsoft, right back, here comes another punch. <laughs> you, you, hit them with, you hit us with your showcase, now look what we're doing. Big deal coming through. And it's like, it's like links back to what we were just talking about, console wars. That's all it is with Xbox and PlayStation going back and forth of mm-hmm. Sony and Microsoft, of who's better than the other to get the more sales. And then you, they take advantage of people like me who end up buying both at some point anyway. So. <laughs> and probably even more even more so now that uh, now that Bethesda is part of Microsoft. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, 500 bucks. Yeah. And then they're going to be charging my account monthly because I'm going to forget I have it because I don't use it. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Like, three months from now, am I going to remember... You know, if I don't if I don't play super close attention, like, am I going to remember that I'm spending $10 a month on this thing and... You know, and I guess it's not even worry about three months from now. A year from now, am I going to remember that I'm still yeah. spending it? And if, right? Exactly. And if you miss the email, like, the, like think about all the people that got Hi that there. email but didn't check their email. Right. Exactly. And yeah. now they're pay- they have no idea probably they're paying 10 bucks a month. And oh, yeah. if they're not checking their email, they're probably not checking to see their statement that it's more money. But And then, like, think about, like, if they increase the price on you again and you didn't see it. Like you, you'd have no idea. I, I literally just canceled uh, Sirius XM that I've been play, paying for months <laughs> with no driving because I finally was like, I got the notice that uh, it was linked to my debit card and Uh-oh. I had to get a new debit card because it expired. You know, I hit the date and it was like, hey, you owe us money and you you need to pay. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm still paying for that. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so I am one of those people where it will take me a bit to notice that and be like, Oh shit! I've overlooked that for a couple months in a row now. At least with Sirius, that's the easy way, easiest way to cancel is to just oh, change your credit card. Suck. Yeah. They uh, suck. They suck because I owed them for yes. the month I I had to pay for it because I was in it. But on the phone with them, I I made it as simple as possible. I don't drive. We don't use it at home. I don't care what devices I can play it on. I don't use your service. I'm canceling. But, and I had to talk to three different people but we who can, tried to give me promotions. Yeah, but you know, we, what we can do for you is, you know, if you want, the next five months, we can give it to you for five bucks a month. You know, you, know, you can still yeah, enjoy our away. services. God, it's, yeah, you've been such a dedicated member. I'm like, no, no, yeah. I haven't. Nope. No, because I, I get that same offer in the mail every week. Yeah. <laughs> so don't try and sell me on it. That it's just special I, for me, my ass. I wanted to be like, are you sure dedicated? Because yeah. I let my card expire and didn't plan yeah. on calling you and just letting that be there forever. And you can't. Yeah. And it's one of the only one, only only companies that you cannot cancel online. You have to call them. It's like, screw you. Just stop my service. Just as a, as a pro tip, and I think, I, I think this still works, but if you can somehow change your address to California, then you can cancel online. Because there's legislation in California that makes it illegal not to allow you to cancel online. Nice. Um, so I think I think it's a it's a hassle, right? Because you have to try to like I don't know if you have to change your address on your like credit card or if you have to just do <laughs> it. Can I set up a residence. Website. I'm gonna set up a residence. It's a lot harder. <laughs> but like I've seen people where they're like, this is actually the easiest way to cancel Sirius <laughs> is to change your address to California. <laughs> 
Well, now that I, I was, <laughs> now that we're working from home, I'm gonna I'm gonna move to California and work from there. <laughs> I was the hard the worst places to cancel, SiriusXM, and gym memberships because yeah. you have to either go in or call, and it's making you feel bad that you're canceling a gym membership. Yeah, why, why are you canceling, sir? Because I'm a fat, lazy shit. I'm a lazy piece of shit. That's why. Thanks. Break that down. <laughs> Oh, you you gotten that call too? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, you know, you mentioned a uh, <laughs> a showcase for PlayStation Five. Why don't we talk a little bit about that showcase? And we got some prices and a release date and a whole lot of games. Adam, how do these prices compare to Xbox? Uh, so, uh, they actually are pretty competitive pricing. I, I think, uh, my opinion is PlayStation, or, well, Sony, I keep calling them PlayStation. Uh, Sony, I think, we're probably happy Xbox released their details, so they can be like, okay, now let's price match and try to do the best we can to be competitive, versus they release first, and they're way more than Xbox would have done. So they probably played it that way, even though we talked Xbox had the upper hand, which I, I do think they still do. But the... Uh, with disk drive, will run you four hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. So that's comparable to the Xbox Series X, X. right? Yeah, yeah same X, price there. Uh, uh, and then the digital edition. So don't buy the disk drive one because that's not worth it. Is three hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents, which is more than the Xbox Series S. But if you compare the digital edition to the Xbox Series S. It is supposed to be, I, I'm not the tech guy here. It's supposed to be better specs. You're getting the same thing as if you're buying the disc uh, version, except that's all it's missing is it's all digital. Um, personally, I, I think that's a great deal. $400 for that for the same hardware, just one less thing saves you 100 bucks. Like, I don't know why you're buying the one with the disc when you can save $100, but that's just me. Um oh. It depends on what I, you use it for, I think. Uh, my, you know. well, and I think right. we have to I talk guess. about that, too, because I think uh, with without the disc, that does limit your game-buying potential, right? So if you have the disc, you can go to a GameStop and buy a used game. You can go to eBay. Yeah. We can go wherever. You can go. It doesn't matter. You can go wherever to buy a used game. You know, that used game market is going to be there. Uh, when you have when you don't have a disk drive, you're pretty much locked in the PlayStation store, right? Or Xbox store, whoever you're, or the, yeah, you're going to be locked into whatever store, whatever digital store there is. And mm-hmm. yeah, like hopefully they run deals, but it's not like, it's not like the deals you're going to get on a used game on eBay. Uh, so, uh, you yeah. know, there, there is a potential reason why you would want to get that disk drive. Now, whether that's worth the extra either hundred or what's the other two hundred dollars more, I don't know. But for some people, that might make sense. Well, you think of. uh, I also look at. You know, I used to uh, rent games through GameFly. You know that online service that was like Netflix, and you know, (laughs) it's funny because I just got an email from them today saying, "Hey, we miss you. Come back." It's like it's been like (laughs) ten years, guys. Like I'm good. (laughs) Uh, But you know, where do where do 
what happens to places like that? You know, who do you know? That's it's like a blockbuster video. You know, nobody's going, nobody's renting those things anymore. Does is there any potential for some type of online sales of games? You know, where you can get. I don't even know how you do it. Like, yeah, you'd have to hope for. You'd have to do more sales on. You know the PlayStation Store or Xbox, yeah. you know, or whatever. Are they going to push you towards that Game Pass or PlayStation Plus more to to get better deals on games? Right. Yeah, I've seen. There's uh, one of the things they listed is if if you're a Plus member, you get a bunch of free downloads right away. If you get the PlayStation Five, like classic PlayStation Four games. Uh, I don't remember the whole list. I have it written down, but. Uh, like, yeah, they're definitely going to push you to use the PlayStation Store or be a PlayStation Plus member. Um, uh, one thing I've noted, I think, a couple times, different episodes we've done, is how many sales I've seen through PlayStation, where I don't remember this many sales, similar to Steam, where it's like there was a spring sale, summer. They're constantly coming out with new sales to get you to keep buying games. And I'm like, part of me wonders if that they're trying to test that and trend that for the digital edition. Or the other part of me is like they're not going to end up doing that as much now because they know you can't get the used game. You have to spend the full amount of money and they can wait longer now to put a game on sale knowing that if you want to play it, the only way you can do it is downloading it. And, you know, I having downloaded games before to my PlayStation four, um, you know, a lot of times it's, you get the codes like from Amazon, you can get the code from target, wherever you're shopping from. Um, if they have the digital version versus waiting for a disc to come in the mail. Um, basically, if it's not getting cheaper on PlayStation, I could see maybe you get it cheaper on Amazon or maybe the developers themselves. The first option in my head is Bethesda, which is not a good example. But <laughs> if they're running like their own deals on their games, so you can buy their code and download it on PlayStation. I don't know. But that's a great point. You're not getting to use games uh, like you would have if you go into GameStop or uh whoever buy it on amazon used or ebay or wherever but you know me personally i i wouldn't use it i have other blu-ray players that i would use for discs like that and i miss out on the 4k part but that's fine (laughs) i um and i don't know if you guys have looked at the actual like pictures i've seen like on twitter where they're like here's what one actually looks like instead of like kind of fake digital pictures and like they are big and bulky so, like, that digital one is big and bulky. Now that with the disk drive, like, that thing is huge. Like, I, I looked around, and I'm like, where the hell would I put that? And I'm like, maybe I'll get the Xbox, because that thing is tiny. It's, like, the size of a controller. Yeah, that, that Series <laughs> S is tiny. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Did you guys see that picture where it was in the background of that guy? Uh, yeah. Give, uh, that uh, Microsoft guy giving those videos? And nobody even knew it was back there, because it just looked like it's like a speaker or something on, the, on his uh, bookcase. Like it is super, super tiny. You know, Adam, you put it in perspective. It's like maybe one and a half times the size of a controller. Yeah, like it's that's... barely bigger than a controller. And you know, it's still so hard with the with the pricing. The fact that it's it's definitely the cheapest option, right at three hundred bucks. So you you compare that to the specs. Like, okay, yeah, the specs aren't there, right? It's it's maybe a generation old specs. But this is not a console generation. I'm talking PC like generation. Like it's it's a slight step back from the current specs. But man, is it? It's still at three hundred dollars. 
I, I could not build a PC with those specs for 300 bucks. That's for sure. So that's it's impressive for a $300 machine, a tiny little box that can just sit wherever you put it and literally have like two wires, a power and an Ethernet or a uh, HDMI cable or display port, whatever it is. But uh, you know, HDMI cable coming out of it, that's a pretty slick deal. And if only you're, you know, if you're looking just to play a few of those, you know, exclusive games, you know, like a like the Halo game or I guess Bethesda now, uh, you know, it's not a bad deal, you know, if, especially if you don't have a PC to play those with the Game Pass or anything or, you know, we don't even know which ones are going to be available on PC, but I mean, for that price mm-hmm. and yeah, that it's not a bad deal uh, it's... in comparison. You know, as I was saying earlier, it's just so they did not make this decision easy. Like if you're in the market for a console this year, uh, put it this way. If it's for your kids, get that Series S, right? It's 300 bucks. Uh, They're going to love it. It's going to play every game that any of these other ones uh, play. That's your hands down answer. Uh, But if it's if it's for you and you're, you know, you're into this type of stuff and you kind of know a little bit about what's going on. It's a much more difficult decision. You know, uh, Microsoft, you know, as we're getting more and more information about the specs that are in these things and the performance, like Microsoft is edging it out uh, on the Series X. It's, you know, it has a, has a better GPU, you know, slightly, but better GPU. It has uh, a slightly better, uh, slightly better memory. It's a little bit faster for some of the memory, a little bit slower for others, but majority of the memory is faster. Um, you know, I think the... The only thing where the PS5 is kind of edging out and they're really hanging their hat on is they have a faster SSD. So uh, your I.O. is a little bit faster off your hard drive or, well, in this case, SSD, not a hard drive anymore. Uh, So, you know, it's really going to come down to real world, how that actually translates to pixels on the screen. But, um, you know, they're both from a performance standpoint, they're both uh, bolstering the same performance specs, you know, 4K at 60 FPS you know, 120 FPS, probably at 1080p, uh, up to te- 8K. Uh, you know, you're probably only going to manage 30 FPS or something at 8K. But it's, uh, you know, they're they're both touting the same specs, uh, not specs, but performance metrics when it comes to actually being on your TV. But, uh, you know, that, that Series X just looks more impressive when you're looking at the raw numbers of, you know, CPU and GPU and things like that. So it's... They make it very difficult because I think, you know, if you, well, you did talk to us uh, two months ago and we talked about it and we were all, I think, pretty much on the PS5 bandwagon and saying, like, man, Xbox, you're really going to have to step up your game to compete. Uh, You know, if all else being equal, if the price is the same, if the specs are pretty much the same, uh, PlayStation has the exclusives and Sony's going to kick your ass. That is not the case today. (laughs) Nope. You know, like, uh, yes, the top level of both of these consoles are the same price, sitting at 500 bucks. But I think back then we were still thinking this could have possibly been a $600 decision. They decided to both keep it at a $500 price point, which I don't think is unusual uh, compared to what we've been seeing in the past. And uh, they've made it really difficult. Like PlayStation now, or uh, sorry, Microsoft now announcing this Bethesda deal. Um, they're coming out with these game passes that are reasonably priced, uh, you know, PlayStation, it's just, it's a really difficult decision, and it really comes down to like, are do you like Spider Man or do you like Fallout, <laughs> right? Like, it <laughs> seems to be the decision. Uh, and oh, by the way, you can get Fallout on a three hundred dollar machine. 
So it's, I don't know, it's tough. Right. It's really tough. Yeah, that makes it very tough. And, you know, the exclusives are, are kind of the one, the only thing PlayStation has to hang their hat on at this point, really, when it comes down to everything that Xbox has released now in this last, you know, week and a half or two weeks here. You know, because it's like, you know, when I look at it, it's like, I love the Xbox controller. I, I, I do not like the PlayStation controller. You know, if I could, you know, I'm, somebody will probably tell me there's a way you can, you know, set the Xbox controller to use on PlayStation, <laughs> but not that I know of. But like I, for gaming on my PC, I, I have an Xbox controller that I use. And yeah, but it's like, but I love the PS5 exclusives. You know, I, I used to, I loved God of War, Ratchet and Clank, uh, you know, the Spider-Man game, you know, those are those are big games for PlayStation that they have. And, but yeah, it's just, it gets tougher now with these coming out. You know, if you're looking for a system, you know, Microsoft has definitely like, like I said, you know, we, we were all on board with PlayStation and, you know, this last two weeks here with Xbox and everything they've come out with has been like, Oh man, you know, that, that looks like a pretty good deal. And I sounded yeah. very northern and like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Don't you know? Oh, boy. That so, was terrible. I, I mean, I think the the best case scenario, and I think this applies to at least the three of us, is that we do have a PC, right? And the Xbox exclusives are probably going to come out on the PC as well, right? I don't think there's going to be a ton of Xbox exclusives that are literally just the console. Uh, well, uh, and you better hear me, Rockstar, and don't be an idiot. And, uh, <laughs> delay Red Dead Redemption 2 for a year and a half or something like that. You would never do that, right? I'm sure you wouldn't. Um, no, like I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that uh, anything that comes out exclusive on the Xbox, at least, is is going to be available on the PC, right? I think that's kind of Microsoft's whole deal. So uh, for those of you out there to make an easy decision, if you really, really want a console... Uh, but you already have a PC that uh, that discless uh, PS5 for 400 bucks. That might be the way to go. Yeah, I'm waiting. I was thinking about pre-ordering because they got my hype, and I was like, wait, wait till there's some more deals when they like bundle with some games or you know it'd be digital codes or whatever. But see what kind of happens before. And there there's high probability that even if you got a pre-order in from what I've been reading, like Amazon sent a thing like, don't expect to get it launch day. Uh, you might not, even though you pre-ordered. Uh, so that's you know, crazy. The probability you don't get it the day it comes out, uh, which, you know, like I'm expecting to wait. I've been waiting on a switch for uh, months here. So right. maybe one a, day. <laughs> you had a short window there where Amazon had it yeah. for like five seconds. I'm like, Oh, Amazon's yeah. got it back on there. And I went on the site and gone. Gone. Uh, pretty much everywhere. Uh, but yeah, it's. I don't know. I. You know what? I honestly, with how much has changed in two weeks, like think about that. Where I said we had no, we would have known this stuff five, six months in advance for previous generations, and now all that's changed in two weeks. I mm-hmm. expect more news to come out that helps with your decision on which to buy in the next come like more weeks to come, like. We all know what day it releases. There's going to yep. come out something that makes you think, oh, I definitely need to get this one over the other within these next couple of weeks. Because it, realistically, it's November 12th, 12th uh, yep. which I don't even think we've said yet. But oh, I thought it was the same... 20th. Is it 12th? November 12th, 12th. Uh, in select countries, which includes our country, and then yeah. the 19th America. for everywhere else. Okay, yeah. oh, I was looking at. Never mind. So it's it's going to be around the corner. Soon will be in November. Um 
But I do expect within the next couple of weeks, while there's chances to still pre-order or build hype for holiday season, of more news to come out um, that makes you make a decision one way or the other. And I'd say Xbox is literally a one-two punch. If PlayStation releases more news, I think Xbox has something else up their sleeve, besides the fact that they delayed Halo. But then watch that they did that, because then they're going to come around and be like, just kidding, it's going to be ready launch day. And it's like, oh, shit. Right. That'll be the uppercut right there if they, if they gotcha. for some reason do that. Because, well, you know, and PlayStation, you know, we mentioned, you know, they, they released some trailers on games and stuff like that. And, you know, the general majority of them are not exclusive to PlayStation 5. Like, you yep. know, Final Fantasy 16 is coming out. And uh, Hogwarts, I, I think you'll want to you'll talk a little bit about Adam, but like, you know, God of War, you know, which is stuff we knew, kind of. God of War um, and, uh, what, a new Ratchet and Clank and, well, Miles Morales, uh, Spider-Man, which we knew was coming as well. So I don't think it was anything as far as those big games that we weren't expecting. Uh, but it was cool to see some trailers, uh, at least on the on Hogwarts. I'm kind of, I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I, I watched the showcase. Um they went through all the games. The only one that they said wasn't like actually run on the PS5 hardware was Final Fantasy 16. The rest of it was supposed to be like this is how it actually runs, looks, plays. Um, I think that was the only one. I, I made the note somewhere. I'm not going to go find it. I'm, I'm a professional. <laughs> um, but before I before I jump into Hogwarts and any other games, the uh, the one thing I thought to put things in perspective that I think is very interesting. If I don't know if you guys realize this, if you go back and look at when the PlayStation 3 came out in 2006, the 20 gigabyte hard drive uh, version was $500, and the 60 gigabyte hard drive version was $600. And at the time, that was $200-$300 higher than PlayStation 2, which came out in 2000. And that was $100 higher than the price of Xbox 360. So, like, it is crazy to me they were willing to back down on even raising these prices, which we thought would be in the 600s or higher, to match the price that the PS3 came out, the better PS3 came out for in 2006, uh, which is absurd to me. Like, how much that cost back then? I, uh, I didn't have that kind of money in 2006 as a freshman or something. I don't know. But, like... My parents got us a three six Xbox three sixty and then eventually a PS three. Holy crap did they shell out the money. Um, yeah. oh yeah. So you're getting a deal today, kids. There you go. Well, you know, if that's not pricey enough for you, you can go buy the twenty four <laughs> karat gold PlayStation five. What a yeah. segue. Pre order ten thousand dollars for a twenty four karat gold PlayStation. Or if that doesn't tickle your fancy, you can get the rose gold. <laughs> yeah, they can match your iPhone. <laughs> what a joke! I I made I made that joke because it was like Xbox released their prices, and the only info we had on PlayStation was you could get the twenty four karat gold one for ten thousand dollars. Oh like, yeah! Wow, what a steal! Oh yeah, baby! <laughs> big money, big prizes. I love it. I've always wanted to fit that one into an actual story. Hey, that works. That works. <laughs> there's uh, there's limited stock remaining, so make sure you get your orders. Oh in my today. god! I I said I think it was celebrities, uh, athletes, like people who can ten thousand to them is the hundred dollars or whatever to us. Like, 
they, to them, it's like, oh, that's no big deal. I got the gold one. And I'm my joke was that it's Cam Newton buying the gold one to play as Cam <laughs> Newton in Madden because uh, I could see him doing that. Um, well, apparently, if you buy it, you're not allowed to play it because the because it does include a luxury a quote luxury wooden display box. So there you go. Oh, oh and you know, the point? and don't worry about don't worry about international shipping. It's free. They cover free free shipping and insurance on it. So <laughs> I was worried. I was worried uh, they were going to get. They should fly me over to pick it up. That <laughs> right? Say, that doesn't say shit about taxes, though. That's where they're going to get you. Yeah. Oh, my no, God. No, they get you on the $700 controller. <laughs> what a bunch of garbage. If you want a second one, is that the second second controller costs $700? Uh, I don't know. I think I, I literally think the $10,000 just gets you the PlayStation no, no. controllers. You get, a control, you get a gold controller and a gold headset. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. you can buy those separately if you'd like. Okay, yeah. maybe that's what I was just saying. Oh, at. probably. I'm sure you could, yeah. <laughs> oh, so you could just get the gold controller. You don't need the gold PlayStation. You could right. just spend more than you're going to play on your PlayStation, pay for your PlayStation <laughs> on a controller. There it is. gold. Yeah, just there like is. Adam's. Look at that thing. Look at that. Oh. That is full-on zero-carat gold right there. <laughs> yeah. Look at that. 100% authentic like imitation gold. I love it. Is that, that on uh, the Amazon? For is that Mad Cat's gold? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I, I remember, uh, I was like, my PlayStation controller dies instantly. I'm sick of having it plugged in to play. And I said, I'm putting that on my Christmas list. And I didn't look at the color. I just, I threw a PlayStation <laughs> 4 controller, and my mom got it for me, and it's the gold one. And I was like, well, that fits. <laughs> Sweet. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Thanks, mom. I know you're listening. <laughs> All right. Before, awesome. actually, you know what? Before we get into a couple games, I know you want to talk a couple games here. We're gonna we're gonna do a little quick commercial break. We'll we'll give, show some love to our sponsors and get some commercials in. So stay tuned. We'll be right back on the Chairshot Radio Network. Now a word from my God, our sponsor. Why should you visit thechairshot.com? Thechairshot.com is your home for hard hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. This is your boy, King Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And also, don't forget to go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash TheChairShot to get your official ChairShot Radio Network t-shirts. We've got all sorts of different t-shirts. Drew over there is wearing his A Winner Is You t-shirt. I'm wearing my other A Winner Is You t-shirt with the Zelda logo on it. Yep. And Adam's got <laughs> Brewers. Yay. 
Go Brewers. They suck balls right now, but that's okay. Dude, they're they're currently <laughs> making the postseason. I don't know how because I've watched. Oh. They should not be in the postseason race. <laughs> I wouldn't say so. They got they got a no hit play. the other day. <laughs> I watched them play. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> My cardboard cutout is at their stadium. Is it really? <laughs> no, no. Uh. I was not spending fifty dollars. I was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, AM fam, something. I don't remember now. American Family Field. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. It's no longer Miller Park. It's bullshit. Uh, well, we don't want to talk bullshit. about that. That's Doesn't not, matter. I don't want to call it a Miller Park. It's depressed. always going to be Miller Park. That's true. That's true. Although that's... it's not the Brewers' fault, Miller didn't want to pay to sponsorship anymore, and now we're getting way more money from American Family to have that, let them have the naming rights. So it works out because we're also going to call it Miller Park anyway. Yeah, there you go. So I. Yeah, and I actually heard that SAB was pulling out of all naming rights. Yeah, like across, they weren't. It's not just Miller. It was like I don't know. Is Coors Field gonna go away too? <laughs> yeah, that'd be something. I, I guess it could. Whenever their naming rights are up, if they want to get out of it, uh, which is weird. But they're keeping all the like Miller names on like the beer. Uh, you'd be stupid to change Miller Lights logo and name when that's been around for however long. No, but, they're not taking yeah. it away from the beer. No, it's I know that's from... what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're taking away, like they're not doing the naming for stuff, but they're keeping the Miller name and the Miller Light, yeah. High Life, all the beers this the way they are. But imagine if they were changing those as well. Like, why the hell would you do that? Yeah, that everybody would, knows yeah. what the best cheap light beer is. It's not Miller Light. <laughs> <laughs> Natty Ice. Oh. Natty Ice. Natterdays. <laughs> Brutal. Uh, right. It's the beast. I'm sorry. It's the beast. The beast. Milwaukee best. Oh. <laughs> I'll take six. Let's. <laughs> God. Fuck it. Whatever's free. <laughs> All right. Let's talk a little Hogwarts. Dude. <laughs> Open park. How do you think I'm doing? Uh, <laughs> Hogwarts. Adam Hogwarts. What do you think about this? What do you think about the Harry Potter universe coming back? in Hogwarts? Uh. So I am not like a crazy Hogwarts, uh, Hogwarts. I'm not a crazy <laughs> Harry Potter, uh, like fan. It's not like I've, I've watched them more because of the fact they're always on, uh, what is it? ABC family. Like that shit is on yeah. every weekend is Harry Potter weekend. So on USA too, I think it, is the other one. Yeah, I watched it because of that. Um, it's on more I than the Shawshank the Redemption, which is a miracle. <laughs> I love that movie. Excellent. Oh, it's a great movie. It's just it's on every weekend. <laughs> you, know, you guys all talking about cable television. Just I, I don't even know who you guys are. Like, it's not cable. It's streaming. Okay. I'm gonna figure out a way to bundle all these one day. The so be the best deal possible. <laughs> We're gonna bundle together internet and TV and yeah. man, I'm gonna get great. them to give me a deal on it. One low price. <laughs> and replace your landlines with your cell phone. But we're going to sneak the landline in there as a hidden cost. Oh, yeah. that's it, It's cheaper to buy the landline. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a cell phone that's connected to my house. That's what I'm going to get. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. genius. Yeah. It's connected to my house by a wire, so I never have to charge it. It's going to be great. Well, you know, I never leave my house anywhere. That actually makes sense. Right? <laughs> going back in time, folks. <laughs> <laughs> all these kids are like what the hell are they talking about right? when are they going to get to Harry Potter <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> I'm a Ravenclaw sorry 
Uh, I couldn't even remember the names for a second there, so that, you guys see it more than I have. <laughs> Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff Ravenclaw, Gryffindor, Slytherin. Slytherin. Bam. My, uh, uh, my wife's got a certain name for the Slytherin. Uh, probably shouldn't say that one on air. Maybe oh, after boy. in the outtakes. Oh, Remind boy. me. Dude, circle here back. we go. <laughs> circle back on Slytherin. Yeah. Okay. Note taken. Okay, outtakes. Or just add it in after the after the last credits roll. It'll be fine. We'll see. We'll yeah. see how that goes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what do you what do you actually think about? This, cut that in. Take timestamp. We're cutting this back in. Uh, <laughs> one, two, three. Take go. Hogwarts, the game. <laughs> so I I was saying I'm not crazy Harry Potter fan. Uh, I saw the first two and then I didn't see them again until the seventh one in theaters. I think that was the last one. So I missed a whole lot of stuff. Wait, you watched part two of... Yeah. Part <laughs> <laughs> two of the Interesting. Yeah. I, I pretty much said, yeah, I'll go see it. <laughs> That's an I interesting way to watch thing. them. Right. I did the same thing with Fast and the Furious. I watched the first two, and then uh, it was like Fast 5 or 6 or whatever stupid numbers came out. And then I was like, yeah, I guess I'll go see it. Oh, What's the, the Rock doing here? <laughs> <laughs> And why does everyone know him? <laughs> and how come this helicopter uh, scene is ta- or the airplane scene's taking so long? They've been on this oh, runway for an hour. <laughs> Man, that's like one of the only scenes I've ever like in real time. I'm like, this is taking forever. <laughs> this airplane's been taking off the past ten minutes. Like... <laughs> I have nothing to comment on this because I don't watch those movies. <laughs> you're not you're not missing much. I don't see They're going crazy. I think the next one's going to space or something. They just get ridiculous <laughs> with these movies. It's Fast and Furious <laughs> and they, in space. They make a billion dollars. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's why they keep making them. I mean, it, they're making money somehow, so that's fine. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw go back in time, and then it's like a time travel story. Oh man, I got to pitch that. I could get some money on that. Okay, back to Harry okay. Potter. Okay. So how do we get Fast and Furious into Hogwarts? No, it sounds like you really want to talk about Harry Potter. Taking that Fast and Furious train. I mean, we don't have to talk any Harry Potter. I don't really care, honestly. Uh, I think so. It's cool because I think you're the only one who watched the trailer. Yeah, you're making a good point. I watched all these trailers, so I know what to say. Uh, it looked cool. They, like doing the wizard thing, you, it seems like you can kind of have, you can choose to be good or bad. I doubt it. I bet you're stuck to a story regardless of choices you make. Uh, there's not a ton of details on it, but you custom create wizard or uh, witchcraft or witch. I guess I don't. I don't fucking know. But you, uh, it's in the 1800s, so it's well before anything you know in Harry Potter. Yeah. So I, it, it looks cool. Like I think it's a cool idea. It's not just Hogwarts. They made sure to point out like you grow and learn through Hogwarts and then it's open world. So I'm, I'm curious to see how that works. Uh, it made me think of Borderlands where you learn how to play the game through your first 10 levels at the starting planet before you expand to the whole world to do all the other missions. So it looked really cool. I think a lot of people, like my wife saw the trailer and was interested and I'm like, well, we can buy a PlayStation 5 mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. want and we can get the game. <laughs> yeah, how could it be? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bigger audience, I'd say, uh, than just video game fans. You're you're playing on that crazy fandom of Harry Potter world. Um, 
So it, it looks cool. I, I think it would be fun to play uh, if I ever got a PS5 and or Xbox because it's not exclusive and gave it the effort. That sounds that actually sounds pretty interesting because the fact that there's so much more to the story than just you know Harry Potter and, and what they told in those movies and they you know they're doing the Fantastic Beasts movies as well, which is you know prior to. Uh, you know, Voldemort and everything in that too. I, I can't remember what yep. uh, that was the 1900s, I think early 1900s. So this is probably even before that. Um, but 1940s is fantastic. Is that piece, one? I okay. think so it's 140 so, 100 years earlier. Yeah. Which is, and, and the, there, you know, what we start to learn in some of these other, the other movies is that there's other wizards out there besides what's just in Hogwarts. There's other schools, you know, that they do like in one of the, you know, movies where they have the Triwizard Cup and bring in all the other schools. So if they're going to do this open world thing, that could make it a lot more fun because you, yeah, you get kind of learn how to do your stuff in Hogwarts, but then can go out into the world and maybe visit these other places and, you know, be able to expand on your magic or whatever you get Mm -hmm. to, you get to do. So that's actually pretty cool if they do that, uh, that way. Yeah, and it's not coming out until 2021, so we will see plenty more uh, until this comes out. It's not like it's coming out in November, so um, I'm sure we'll get all kinds of details over the next few months before. I I don't even know when it releases, but just 2021 at some point. Yeah, and it's not an exclusive to PlayStation, right? Yeah, it's it's coming out for both, so you got your options there, which it's interesting. All these, I think it was like 50-50. Half of these were exclusives for PlayStation, half were not. But it was like the first uh, trailer release for a lot of these games, which gets you to think PlayStation because you saw it in a PlayStation showcase, uh, which is probably a good idea to do it that way. But you can get it for both, at least this game. Yeah. I think as far as new games, I mean, I know they showed a ton, but I think as far as a new one we weren't too sure of just yet was God of War as far as PlayStation exclusives. So I don't... Oh boy! I know Final Fantasy. You know they released they released a new you know trailer for that, but that's not exclusive. And all the other games that they showed aren't necessarily exclusive, but we've heard of at least before. I think you know that that we were teased with you know we expected a God of War game, but I we actually I don't yeah. did we actually get a trailer for the new God of War no. or was it just a, an announcement? Yeah, so I I have them in order of how things came in the. So, like, if we wanted to go in order, this was the last. So, like, I I joked, I wrote down, like, they did the showcasing. They do a little tease showing the PlayStation 5. And then they finally wrapped it up in the last, like, minute of telling you here's the price and when it releases. And then right after that, it was pretty much the symbol for the new God of War. And it was just, like, it shows a symbol here. So, you're like, oh, shit, that's God of War. And then it said uh, Ragnarok is coming. And then it's that's how the whole showcase ended. So they ended on this. Um, so it's not like there was a ton of detail. It was just a quick okay. like teaser. And a uh, as it says here, which I think came out immediately after the showcase, was that the game would be coming out at some point in 2021. Um, some point. So, yeah, it probably uh, <laughs> end of the year. <laughs> yeah, end of the year 2021. <laughs> but that was their teaser to end it. Not It didn't end on the prices. It ended nice. on this. Uh, got a war the uh what is this symbol ragnarok omega oh i don't know omega yeah the omega symbol yeah alpha beta is one of them you know it looks like something <laughs> i think that's the omega symbol yeah 
pretty sure. It says there, but I'm too lazy to read it. So, <laughs> your best guess, audience. How about uh, any other games that you want to highlight here? That since you have the full list, I know there was a ton, but I, I think I, I got for this. the most part we got. You know, we knew about most of these, but is there any ones you want to hit on to to you know let everybody know? Uh, here we go. Are you ready? Let's get the let's get rolling. Rapid fire. Uh, <laughs> right after Harry Potter, Black Ops, Cold War. My note: Just keep shooting, because that's all the trailer was. Just nonstop fucking firing. And it was like, hey, I recognize Adler and Woods from Black Ops. Oh, and I'm Mason still. The numbers Mason. Next game, uh, Capcom. <laughs> they talk about Resident Evil. Uh, I put creepy as fuck. Sean would love this. Uh, next game. Uh, I wrote that it was called Two Birds One Stone because I missed it. Uh, Death Loop which was supposed to be a PlayStation exclusive, but is also, from what I've read after the fact, coming out to Xbox, which was a fun, interesting game, like kind of like a Groundhog's Day type thing where you're trying to defeat your enemies in a loop and before someone defeats you type thing. I didn't look a ton into it. It, They kind of started to lose me. Two birds, one stone. Moving on. Uh, Devil May Cry 5. Uh, I wrote, Goth Boy Kills Things. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on, Soulstorm. Uh, do people play this? Uh, Odd <laughs> World Soulstorm. The main character is Abe, and I put, do people play this, and why would this be in a showcase? Uh, next game, uh, there's a new Freddy game coming out, so I know Dan, you'll love that, oh, right? Yay. Oh, yeah. Totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all uh, right up my alley. Uh, that actually looks scary as shit. I was like, oh, nope. They're going to have that VR one day. I'm good. Nope. One Avoid. day. It is in VR. You can get it in VR. <laughs> Avoid all of it. Don't oh. play those games. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, yes, perfect. I would not play those. Uh, PS Studios did a Demon Souls. Uh, and then I put, how does someone... Oh, because you listen to the guy grunt, it's Dark Souls, right? Or whatever. So you... Like how you go collecting the souls. Sean talked about it in one of his yeah. top ten games, which I've never played. And he thought I was making fun of him. So uh, I paid attention to the trailer, and you literally all it is is listening to the guy breathe as he walks around this the map. And I was I, my note was how does someone get the mouth breather job? Uh, next next game Fortnite coming to the ne- the new gen, <laughs> and I said who gives a shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then, is this rapid fire? Is this good? Uh, and then, yeah, I like it. <laughs> and then they said the big PS5 collection. If you get the PS5 and you have PS Plus benefit for the PS5 at release, you are getting God of War, Bloodborne, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy something, Fallout 4, Uncharted 4, Mortal Kombat, Ratchet and Clank, Days Gone, Until Dawn. That's kind of a theme there. Okay, uh, Detroit. Something. Battlefield 1, Second Son, Batman Arkham Knight, something, something, Last of Us Remake, Persona 5, Resident Evil Biohazard, all available at launch. And then it was like, ooh, here's the PlayStation 5. And then I literally wrote 40 minutes later as they did cool camera angles around the PlayStation before finally the guy pops up and he's like, it's going to cost you 500 bucks or 400 bucks. And it's yep. coming out November twelfth, <laughs> and then got a war. There you go. That's the little showcase, people. 
That was it. That's everything. Yeah, it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you get, jerks. (laughs) Ah, fantastic. You're welcome. You're welcome. I watched that whole thing just for that recap. Well, thank you. And that was a week ago, and I remembered it like it was yesterday. It's worth it. It was worth it. That was all worth everything you watched right there. Yeah. I'm glad it. I'm glad we let it happen. <laughs> I award you no points and may God have mercy on your soul. Uh, a simple wrong would have sufficed. <laughs> uh, fantastic. All right, well that closes the books on PlayStation Showcase and everything PlayStation and Xbox. <laughs> That means that we only have one more topic to talk about, and it's our last topic of the day. So uh, here we go. Finish him. Music is like so appropriate for this episode with the Doom Talk yeah, at the yeah. beginning, you know, it worked out. Right, and the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And Mortal Kombat. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, some for some reason that made me realize I forgot that before Hogwarts was Spider-Man. So that was missed in my recap. That looked amazing out of everything I saw. It was very fluid fighting on the bridge as Miles Morales. So yeah. wanted to pop that in there quick before our final 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 topic. Yeah, watching that yeah, a little bit of the gameplay looked uh, looked pretty awesome. And, oh, it uh, looks yeah, so good. If you're a fan of you know any of the Batman Arkham series, or I mean, yep. just the, even the last Spider-Man, you know, it looks like it's that gameplay is exactly the same, and it's going to be exactly it's just freaking awesome. Fluid, fluid motion, the fighting style with the button timing. Um, it, I think it's funny how the bad guys are always purple. <laughs> like I, I noticed that with Avengers, <laughs> uh, where. Uh, who the hell is it? Is it uh, Modoc or whatever? Whoever the bad guy is. Spoiler. I don't know. All his shit's purple. His name, yeah. Spider-Man Morales. Their shit's purple. I don't know. That, pop- that popped in my head. Yeah. Okay, back on topic. Here there we go. go. I had to fill in for Sean there. Spe- well, you can, you can start since I know you've been uh, playing lots of games. Uh, we're oh, going yeah. to talk what you play in here for the final final topic. Um, so we, we, like I said, music. we could talk about what you're not able to do. And that's walk. Uh, I think we talked about that. Yeah, I can't walk. <laughs> walk, talk. I can't do most of it. Yeah. Um, I I didn't lie. I have not been playing a lot of video games. Uh, I think I said it last. What you playing? The only thing I've been playing is um, uh, Fall Guys. I was going to call it Fallout because now I got Bethesda on the brain for some reason. I wonder why. Uh, Fallout guys. Fallout guys. That's Uh, good. All I've been playing. Combine it. Combine Bethesda and and Fall guys. (laughs) (laughs) Although, if it's Fall guys, but with like Fallout backdrops, got an idea there for you. Here you go. Uh, And you collect gear that makes you look like a Fallout character. Anyway, Uh, that's the only thing I haven't played PGA. I got tired of it. I knew it would happen because it's not really thrilling. Uh, it's pretty boring, and it's just a repeat game. Uh, Fall Guys is it only because literally, if I only know I can want to play for half an hour, I play half an hour, and then I'm done playing, and you get how many rounds in. So 
Uh, new season comes out for that, so that might refresh me. I want to keep playing that. Um, they've added new levels, um, some other shit I can't remember, but they've changed a couple things. Um, that's it. That's like all. That's all I play if I want to play anything. Otherwise, it's no video games. Uh, I, I said this earlier before we started, and I, I think it has to do with the fact that my office is also my game room. Like I. If I want a game, I turn I play on turn on the PlayStation, turn that TV on, and yeah. it is hard for me when I'm done working to want to stay in here to start playing video games or come back in here at night to play video games when I just want to break from the space. Uh, so I definitely need to change things up. Uh, that's just me uh, with how kind of my setup is. I know Drew. I know you're different with that. I I am I. Well, I've I've put a lot of work into my setup to make it comfortable because I knew that, especially once we started working from home, that uh, I was going to be spending a lot of time in this seat. Uh, you know, hence the secret lab chair and redoing the desk. Uh, you know, I literally I have three screens plus an iPad, and those same three screens are used whether I'm working uh, for work or I'm doing anything personal. I literally the same. I have. Uh, a fancy Logitech uh, keyboard and mouse where I can just push a button and it switches from one computer to the other. So I literally, I am touching the same keyboard and mouse. I have the same screens in front of me. I hit like three buttons and I'm either in work mode or play mode. And I, I, I'm one that does not have a problem with that. I literally, I sit here a lot and it, it, it's okay with me, but uh, yeah, I, and what I've been doing while sitting here is playing a couple games. So, <laughs> Segway. You know Segway. what? I'll add it quickly before because yeah. I know I know you've played a lot, so I let you talk about what you've been playing. But I, yeah. what I've realized, it's not that I'm playing video games. I am playing fantasy football. I dedicate yeah. and spend so many hours to team management and waiver wire and Thursday, Sunday, Monday. Like, that's my video game, is playing that and picking teams uh, against the spread. It's not illegal to Yahoo. Mm -hmm. Government. Uh, so then, uh, <laughs> so, like, that is taking up, that takes up a ton of my time. Uh, it is a lot when you have six teams, five, te six teams. Five teams in my weekly pickums. Like, that's See, a lot of work. <laughs> it's a I, lot I was, of hours. I was going to give you bullshit because I've, I've, beaten both of you now in our league but i have literally one team uh and it's this team uh you guys all i think both have i don't know adam you said six dan how many teams do you manage this year this year i have reduced myself to one. Oh, i did i used to be at three i have since quit those leagues because i was tired of trying to manage all that shit i barely have time to do the one league so I uh, I I got myself out of all my other leagues. <laughs> you son of a bitch! And have That's refused. how you got to Dante Freeman because you were able to give the time and pay attention. Oh <laughs> yeah, you have no Hell excuse. Yeah. I still beat both of you, so yeah. I'm just saying. Oh, my team my... Go ahead. I was gonna say my team is in in somewhat drizzling shits, but I put up a decent amount of points in last week. But I've been. I've run up against two big high scorers for weeks, so it's been tough. Yeah. My team sucks. And you know what? I blame it. One, I got an injury bug. My top players oh, yeah. are getting hurt. Two, yeah. you yeah. and I, it, we were back-to-back -back picks, 
So second and third pick, and then reverse around, right? We had to fight auto draft doing what it wanted for the pick <laughs> before us. So yeah, that was brutal. Are fucked because of that. <laughs> okay. Well, I had twelfth pick, which means I had twelfth and thirteenth. You were the complete opposite of auto draft. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. Uh, second that. pick of Barkley out for the season. Of yeah. the draft. Can't wait. Great. Yeah, Sorry. that is rough. Yeah. That is rough. Yeah. And Chris McCaffrey's out for a couple weeks, too. I mean, that's, McCaffrey's out. that's the first two picks that really are trouble. So Yeah, when you're a top pick and you lose your guy like that, it's hard to fight back because I had to wait, whatever it was, 20 picks yeah. to get my second get pick, next one. which I yep. thought, oh, shit, I'm going to get a tight end because I think Auto Jack's going to take one of the top tight ends. And then it just happened to take every best wide receiver and running back and didn't give a shit about any other positions. <laughs> yeah, that was that weird. Was awesome. <laughs> That's uh, my video games right there. there you uh, go. Phone video games called Yahoo Fantasy Sports and ESPN Fantasy Sports. Uh, okay, so anyway, what am I playing? So I. Uh, I played I a lot of the Wheel of Fortune app. I. Uh, <laughs> I I don't put too much time into it. I literally just I don't know what I'm looking at. I look at numbers. I'm a data guy. What can I say? Anyway, so the two big games that I've been playing recently, and you can guess one because I've mentioned it already. This episode is The Outer Worlds. Uh, man, it is. I don't know if it would make it onto my top ten just because it's so new and I haven't had enough time to really think on it. But man, is it a fantastic game! I. And really, really having a good time with it. I have finished it. Uh, it was oh, wow. about forty hours to get through the gameplay. I think uh, you know, plus or minus, based on how much other stuff you do. I tried to do all of the side missions. I think I got to all of them, uh, but I think there are some that you can encounter that I just might not have encountered. Um, but man, if you're looking for a Fallout game that does not take you know the you know potentially 200 plus hours that some of those games could take uh this is this is really the one for you it's it's hilarious the the dialogue options can get like i it's not often where i actually laugh out loud at a dialogue option or something that's said in a video game you know you might get a chuckle here and there like i've actually laughed at some of this stuff as it was going on so like it makes fun of itself a little bit. Like I think one of the dialogue options is like of course you know it's all these like all these missions where you have to go find somebody and you have to find that person and then go do something else and then go do something else. And it's a big chain of missions. And I think at some point in the game you go up to somebody and you're like, Let me guess, I gotta go to another world and pick up five more items and bring them back to Joshmo. And like <laughs> if you pick that dialogue option, the person's like, No, who would do that? Like <laughs> I love it. I love when a game is self-aware like that. Borderlands is really good at that. That's what I love. <laughs> it's like, and then like, there's this hilarious thing. So like, you're one of the one of the uh, missions is you have to get like this data packet and bring it to some guy, and you, there's all this subterfuge going on. You're always trying to figure out like who to trust and who you shouldn't trust. It, it, it the game does a really good job at kind of making you make decisions about like. Who do you think you should trust? Who shouldn't you trust? Everybody's trying to kind of get you to be on their side, and they're all very appealing. And it's not this really straight cut, like, these people are good, these people are bad. You kind of have to make your own decision. 
Um, so at one point you're picking up this data pod that you have to, de- you have to deliver to somebody and you go to that person and you mention it and they start going on this rant. And one of the dialogue options you come up with is say, Oh, did I say data cartridge? That's what I call my left nut. <laughs> it's like, wow. And, <laughs> and if you're playing as a woman, it's that's what I call my left tit. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like where does this come from? Like all of a sudden, I don't know. Like they got all those types of day of uh, dialogue options, but then there's all these <laughs> skills that you can have for your character. When you set it up originally, you can either make your character really smart or really dumb. And if they give you actually options that are like smart responses or intelligent responses or dumb responses. And some of the dumb responses are the freaking most hilarious things I've ever seen. Uh, it's just, Highly recommend the game. It has a very good balance of story and dialogue uh, mixed with action, right? Action and shooting and, you know, clearing out monsters and things. I think, you know, there's at the at the beginning of any of these games, it can be a little bit dialogue heavy because you're starting you're trying to learn the lore. You're trying to learn uh, the story Um, in this game, especially you're going to uh, there's about maybe six or seven different. Uh, planets that you end up going to and you have to kind of learn the story behind each one as you get there so there is going to be it can be a little bit of a slog at times like you know when you're going to a new planet like you're going to spend the next half hour uh learning and talking to people before you actually get into any action Mm -hmm. so you just kind of have to know that going into it but uh man like they they really throw in these really good dialogue options to kind of keep you engaged while you're doing it um and it's a game that where choice really does matter um, you know, there's a lot of other games out there like this, but you can literally go in and you can kill anybody you want, right? And if you kill the wrong person, like you can't do the mission anymore and you're kind of stuck, uh, they do a good job at at least protecting a couple people that are key uh, key mission uh, makers. But like you, there's at the end of this game, I I don't know. There's probably uh, I would say at least fifty different endings Jesus. that you know it's it's. Like there's the main endings can go like maybe two or three different ways, but there's like what happens to all of the different characters. Uh, you have uh, companions that you kind of develop throughout the gameplay, and you know what happens to each of those companions depends on you know how many of their side missions you did, what the decisions you made throughout the game. So it's really super involved, and for you to get that invested and have that much kind of differentiation on a gameplay on a 40 hour game they did a fantastic job and i think uh you know it, it makes me really interested like the, the fact that bethesda got re they got picked up by microsoft uh obsidian had already gotten picked up by microsoft and uh obsidian made fallout new vegas so this really leads uh towards the possibility of being a, of there being a new vegas 2 um now that you have obsidian and bethesda owned by the same company so it's uh this that just playing i never played new vegas this playing through this game makes me want to now go back and play new vegas because i it's i'm assuming it's the same kind of thing uh but man it was it's just a fantastic game i can't recommend it enough to anybody who especially if you're into rpgs um but at the same time i know you know dan i know you're not as much into rpgs and maybe you can talk about this game a little bit i know you've played a little bit but uh it really for as an rpg it has a fairly shallow uh you know development curve or uh learning curve at the very beginning 
you know, it's it takes it easy. It doesn't overwhelm you with options. Um, you know, it has some of the some of the typical RPG issues where it overwhelms you with resources and trying to decide which you know which stuff makes which stuff do you want to keep, which stuff don't you. Um, but at the same time, I think it it's it's flexible enough to where you don't necessarily have to worry about too much of that. You can kind of just get engaged in the story and start killing monsters and have fun with it. Uh, and a lot of those other kind of ancillary you know skills and things like that just kind of come as you go. So I don't know, Dan. I know you've played it a little bit. Have you gotten too far into it, or? Yeah, I. When the last time we talked about it, and I was in the that first town or whatever, and was trying to get the uh, the outsiders to come back. Uh, that's about as far. I haven't played it since then, honestly, because uh, some more games have come out that I've been playing, so I haven't gotten back to it yet. But it, yeah, it, it didn't seem as crazy, at least at the start of what. RPG games can be, um, and why I don't necessarily get into them too much because they can get pretty crazy. So, I, I think I have to play it a little bit more to make my decision on that. Yeah, it's you know it's it's like I said, it's not for everybody, right? It, this is definitely an RPG. It's definitely a Fallout style RPG. So, you know, if you're one that really liked New Vegas or Fallout Four, uh, this, <laughs> yeah, Adam, Q, you. Uh, <laughs> This really is a game for you. Um, right now, it's on sale in the Epic Store. Adam, this might be a good place for you to go pick it up. Unfortunately, I think, listeners, by the time this gets released, I don't think that sale is going to be active anymore. Uh, but uh, th- it seems like this game will go on sale again fairly soon. The year anniversary comes up a month from now. I suspect there would be a sale around that time, or it may even get released on Steam around that time. Uh, it just says, I think, uh, released in 2020 on steam um but for those of you who uh you know can take advantage of that xbox game pass it's for free on the xbox game pass so uh there has been a dlc released uh, at least one i think a second one is going to be coming out uh you know soon no release date or anything on it but uh, it's a fantastic game and you know it's my typical it's a good game but this is uh (laughs) this one really was this one really was a good game that I've really, really had a lot of fun with. Um, and then interspliced with that, you know, every once in a while you get a little tired and you don't want to play as heavy a game. I've been checking out City Skylines a little bit because uh, that's a game where literally I'll sit here and I'll have, on one of my screens, I'll have like YouTube videos going and on the other screen I'll have City Skylines. And it's because it's a game you don't really need to pay attention to. You can kind of dick around and, you know, make some, make some roads and then check out a YouTube video while the... <laughs> the crazy traffic that you just created clears itself out. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a fun game for anybody who's interested in the, the, you know, the Sim city of your uh, city skylines. I don't think I'm, I'm probably not the first person to introduce you to city skylines, but it's a great game. And uh, they have a ton of DLC out. I think I looked it up. If you wanted to buy all of the DLC, it'd be something like $150. So it's not quite Sims four level, but it's still pretty up there. Um, I recommend waiting for a sale. This is definitely <laughs> one that goes on sale. Like every time a Steam sale comes around, City Skylines and all of the DLC would be, you know, anywhere from fifty to seventy percent off. So, wait for a sale to come around and pick that one up if you don't have it. Holy, yeah, that's shit. going. Is that one available on four dollars? That's not on Game Pass, is it? City Skylines? No, that's not an Xbox. Maybe the two. Maybe it only said one hundred fifty-seven for me because I already owned it. 
That would make sense. Yeah. This is like the Buy City Skyline Collection. 9% off, though, but it's going to cost you $204. What an odd number. Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> now, a lot, of, a lot of that, to be clear, is like radio stations and baloney yeah. like that. So That's what I can tell looking at the pictures. Really, the ones you want are like the Mass Transit Ooh. and the After Dark. And after dark after hey. dark it seems like to be that's that's one that i don't have that there i want to get no that's right? interesting <laughs> yeah sex right sex stuff uh-huh. yeah and then sunset harbor i think is the other one uh but there's a couple you can tell which ones are the more detailed ones they're the ones that are anywhere from 10 to 15 dollars yeah, the ones that aren't cost 99 cents yeah yeah uh, actually those radio yeah. stations are not cheap they're like four dollars oh my god Jesus. Yeah. spotify guys spotify <laughs> right well or me put a youtube video on in the background <laughs> <and> like... <laughs> jesus so, oh yeah. well okay. dan what have you been playing right. anything well, you know, I spent my entire week off waiting for Friday because Friday was the release of WWE 2K Battlegrounds yeah, and right. the Super Mario 3D All-Stars as well. So I did spend a lot of money on video games huh. this last week because I picked up both of those and Super Mario is Super Mario. I mean, it's... It looks exactly like Mario 64, and uh, as we expected, controller-wise, not an issue uh, for those yeah. games, for sure. Uh, I have been cranking through Mario 64 to start before I move on to Sunshine and then Galaxy, but uh, Mario 64 is just as awesome as I remember it. It's still cool. I'm kind of glad they kept the old graphics, because it does look pretty neat, and playing on the on the Switch there is, is pretty fun, yeah. seeing the old graphics, and it's you know it's it's not bad it's still just as cool when you when you play it it's like wow man this just takes you right back and it's it's fun and it's like oh yeah i remember how to get all these and you got to get the 100 coins and like oh i know where all the red coins are in this level and i know where like man it just all starts to click and it's like man this is so cool it's pretty fun so i've been i've been cranking away on that i think i'm up to past 50 stars already and i could go beat i could go beat the last bowser if i wanted to but I've been trying to well, that's go 70 stars then. Is it 70 stars? 70 stars for the last Bowser. Right. I don't think I'm at 70 yet then. I'm close. I know I'm already up the stairs to the top of stairs, but I was trying to go okay. like almost level by level and get as many of the ones as I could in each level before I move to the next one because there's some you can't get until you open up the, you know, get the caps and stuff so you can fly and uh, turn into Metal Mario or Invisible, but there, generally you can get most of them and then so I've been trying to almost do it in order as much as I can. So it's, it's fun. Uh, and it's, it's neat to yeah go back and get some nostalgia. So that's, that's cool. I'm, I'm glad they did that. And I, I did are you going to go for 120 stars? Oh, hell yeah. Nice. I'll get them all. Okay. I'll get them all. Nice. For sure. I'll get them all. I've been getting all the secret ones. I've been getting all the hundred coins in each level to get the bonus star. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, all the ones you find around the, around the castle there. So, gonna hundred percent this one. I'm hundred percent. I did hundred percent it before, but you know, on the N64. So I'll, I'll, I'm doing it again. Damn it! Nice. <laughs> I do like that they kept the old graphics. I think the style like, like I, that's a good idea. I like that idea. Yeah, and I think it's good for the like for the Switch and stuff. I think it's fine. You know, it, it, yeah, they didn't need to necessarily update the graphics or anything for those. Like, you know, it's not like Tony Hawk's or whatever where they, you know 
completely redid yeah. it. This is this is classic. Nobody would play it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> uh, and then, I, I, oh, I think the problem is just with. I, I agree that I don't think the graphics needed an update. Like I think those are a few games where when you go back to the N64, they still look pretty good. Um, you know, it's not like GoldenEye, where it's just oof, rough, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, yeah. But I I think my issue, like, I understand that it's three games, and I, I still might try to pick this one up, because I never played Sunshine or Galaxy, so I think those would be fun to play for the first time. Yeah, um, sure. But my, I think my issue is, like, $60. Like, I get that it's three games, but I feel like when you're releasing these old games... Uh, to charge even for three games to charge a full price seems a little out there, uh, especially considering you get the NES and the Super NES stuff for literally free if you spend the was it twenty dollars a year, ten bucks a year, uh, or is it twenty a year? Yeah. 10, I think yeah, it's 20 ten or twenty, whatever it is. Yeah, um, you know, you get it for free. You are included with that uh, the whatever Nintendo Online or whatever it's called. Um, so I think I just have a problem with the sixty dollars. That's my my beef. Yeah, it's it is a little pricey, you know, especially if they're you know older games or whatever. It's yeah, yeah. kind of a package deal. I could I can see that, and, you know, unless they were gonna add in what Mario Galaxy two or something like that. But yeah, I don't know. I spent the money on it, and yeah. uh, you know, what's funny is I've uh, Mario Sunshine. I have actually never beaten. Is is probably the only uh, one I've, I've never beaten. Yep, and I beat uh, this one. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be cool to go back to there and actually finally finish that one. I, I think I got to a point where I just got stuck and I was frustrated, and then it was on the GameCube, and then I never went back to the GameCube. Yeah. So that was the end of that. And then the Wii came out. And I it see was Mario it. It's Galaxy. right there. It's yeah. right over your shoulder. Oh yeah, my GameCube. Oh yeah, it's still there. It's just I never went back to it because the new systems came out, and it was like, yeah, screw it, I'm good. So it'll be good to go back and and play that one and actually complete it. So. And then Galaxy, I don't think I ever 100 percented that one, uh, but I know I cranked through it and beat it pretty quick. So I, you know, going back to play that one, I know that was pretty different as well, being the first one on the Wii, and they tried to incorporate a little more 3D to it with like you know jumping on planets and stuff like that, where the whole world, you know, you could run around the whole planet or whatever. So there'll be some pretty cool stuff. And yeah. then the it's, it's the fun take on all those games where it got different from the 2D platformer. Yeah, um, I like Sunshine. I was the same as you, except I played GameCube a lot. That was probably yeah. one of the. I want to get this so I well I have to get a Switch, but I'd love to go back and play these games because at the time playing some of these, I didn't know what I was doing fully all the time. You know, it was a lot of like, what the fuck? How does this work? Because you're, I was a kid, but. Uh, these look cool like sunshine was fun i thought it was just a weird take on mario with the water jetpack booster thing turned into the water version um, oh spoilers i haven't played it yeah yeah you're not playing it i'm not worried <laughs> that's an easy no spoiler it's uh yeah it's the revolutionary type of thing that they add to mario you know they added the caps and yeah and everything or whatever and this one they tried to give you a, a water pack that you'd fire water at things and you could use it as and a jetpack and stuff. So, and you're always involved with water in some way. You have to go get water, and then you play in water levels. Yeah, yeah. that's a whole thing. That's a whole thing. <laughs> Big part. Well, that's it. Now I'm not playing it. Yeah. I, if you're not I a fan knew, of water, 
I would highly do not recommend it. Yeah, and if you're <laughs> if you're not a fan of space, don't play Galaxy. Just you know, play it safe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the other game I'm playing, uh, I mentioned WWE 2K Battlegrounds, which uh, is surprisingly very entertaining so far. Um, I've, I've been going through the career mode storyline thing, which is a lot larger than I expected it to be. And the only thing I don't like about the storyline is that it's you're basically I think you're going through like four different characters and you're it's it's already pre-made, pre-built characters that you're playing as who are like Stone Cold went out to find these, or, you know, Paul Heyman and Stone Cold went and found these guys to bring them into WWE, basically, to scour, like, some oddball places, like the Swamp, to find, you know, this one guy or whatever. And It's like, these guys were already created, whereas opposed, you couldn't create your own character and put him into the career mode or use a character currently in WWE or something into the storyline. So it was like, eh, you know, I wasn't necessarily a big fan of that. Uh, but getting over it i guess and the weird part was like when you moved over to like the second guy or whatever and they ended up putting you in like a gauntlet match or whatever and the first guy was in the gauntlet match and it's like well wait a minute i thought you were bringing up these four people in and now i'm fighting against them already like what the fuck is happening like you have, pl- Sorry, you have a Randy. plethora of roster to fucking use and you you can't use your entire <laughs> roster for god's sakes how many different guys are in this uh but they you know they the storyline they mowed they they parsed out and then like in between each match or whatever they put like a kind of like a page from a comic book and kind of tell you the story of what's going on and how to get how you get into your next match or whatever and then they have some offshoots of that where you can wrestle another guy to unlock that character you know how they talked about not all the characters are unlocked which is Mm -hmm. kind of shitty uh you have to go through the storyline to do it i do like the fact that you know it kind of makes you go through the storyline which is kind of fun but you're forced to go through the storyline to unlock some of the guys. So, you know, they have different offshoots where, you know, you wrestle a guy and you can unlock him if you beat him, or you could wrestle a guy to unlock new moves and stuff like that, that you can use or new power ups that you can have for your guys uh, that you can use in the regular matches and stuff like that. So they kind of did it pretty cool. I think Uh, the negative I have of the way they built the storyline is the comic book page that you read is almost impossible to read on the Nintendo Switch screen. If you're not using it plugged into a bigger TV, it's like you can't like mm. you can zoom in, but it's still like I I have to struggle to read what it's saying on the screen. It's like I can't understand what the fuck you're saying. So it gets it was like, man, really? Like they couldn't make it a little bit easier to read when it came to the Switch screen? Like, all right, yeah. whatever. So but besides that, like the gameplay and the fighting is really fun. It's it's just a brawl, you know, fighting, you know, punch and kick type of thing. There, the move set seems pretty small, which it was a little disappointing. But I don't know. I'm just starting into it, so maybe there's more uh, moves that you can unlock and different <laughs> ones you can pick. Uh, he's Adam shaking his head. No, does he already know this? <laughs> no, I I was looking at uh, my brother got it because he's a big wrestling fan too. And he bought it and was kind of telling me, so I was looking up reviews. And he said, like, they, you have your character. Your character, like, uh, like if you're just looking at, like, a, I don't know, Triple H Rock. Like, they have their main move you know them for. But if they're the same category of, like, a wrestler type, uh, like a yeah. power type, all the rest of your moves are identical. There's nothing, like, it's not like how this is all the moves that Triple H Rock, Stone Cold do. 
and how their look animation is different compared to that other person. All everything's the same except hey, he does a stunner, he does a rock bottom, and he does a does the pedigree. Yeah, uh, which I thought was interesting. They didn't take it a step further, but. Yeah, that uh, was a little disappointing, uh, at least so not far. Simulation, so. I guess. <laughs> no, and that's not what it's meant to be, I guess. You know, exactly. so take exactly. that for what it's worth. It's a little over the top with things, and that's fine. And it, I think it's cool for what it is. It's just a beat 'em yeah. up, you know, brawling type of game that you can just go goof around and have some fun with. And uh, I do, yeah, I kind of wish there was a couple more moves that you could add in and stuff like that, but it doesn't sound like it. So um, <laughs> I won't, I won't get my hopes up for that uh, as I keep going through the game. But, uh, uh, you know, I think it's pretty cool. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, the, I think the hardest part for me is I've been I've gotten so used to the Xbox controller and the way the buttons, the four buttons are laid out for the ABXY and Nintendo's is backwards. And I can't oh God, get used yeah. to that it's for the so life bad. of me. I, I, I had no problem when I was playing with the Super Nintendo and everything, but I cannot for the life of me get used to that. So when... You know, you can do counters in this game, and it pops up with a with a you know a button, you know Y or X or A or B or whatever, and I keep hitting the wrong button because I think Y is at the top, and now it's it's not on the Nintendo controller. Yep. It's like fuck, I can't get, I just can't for the life of me get used to that, and <laughs> that part's the only thing that bothers me. But uh, that's not you know the game's problem; that's my problem, and you know I'll figure that out. But. <laughs> uh, I mean, as far as the game goes, if you're like a fun wrestling kind of beat 'em up, just you know, goof around, have some fun over the top stuff. That's, it's quite a bit of fun. I, you know, I, I'm looking forward to doing more with it as far as once I get through the story and unlock the characters and just start playing other, you know, stuff into it, other the modes and things like that, you know, to see where it goes. So, and, and actually create a character and stuff will be fun. So uh, that's basically what I've been playing these last few weeks. Cause, or at least since Wednesday when it came out, I've been cranking away on both of those. So it's been, Nintendo Switch for me all the way. One day, nice. one day I'll get there. Yeah, one day you can, you know, once you, you, you know, keep your eyes peeled and finally buy one and not spend, you know, a thousand dollars. Yeah, currently eight thousand. You know, who's counting? <laughs> you can uh, almost buy a gold PS Five. <laughs> Damn, I'm almost there. I might as well, I might as well upgrade. <laughs> You're getting uh, close. Well, that's okay. I'm sitting here looking for Nintendo Wii's on eBay, so I got a thousand bucks. I got one. Here you go. I, yeah, <laughs> I see that back there. That's what made me think of it. But you say you don't have Skyward Sword, so I do not. I don't. I only have a few games for it. I think honestly. But, uh, let's see. Well, I got three games. <laughs> Why do you have the Wii if you only have three games for it? Let me guess. Wii Fit. <laughs> uh, no, I got oh, rid of sports. that. Sports. Wii Sports. Bing. Yeah. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Let me see. Wii Sports. Hmm, trying to think of what else it would be. I don't know. Uh, Mario Kart. Which which one? Which one did I just show you? And think of close to that. Wii, Wii Sports oh, Resort. <laughs> the okay. sequel. I bet you. You had to have the fancy plug-in to get the special uh, oh, motion yep. control. Yep. And then my last one is one of my favorite games of all time. And it's oh, Power Pros. MLB Power Pros, which is the prequel to the Super Mega Baseball games. Oh, okay. This one actually had all the teams in it. And have you was... ever played a baseball game on it, or do you just 
Companion he just team. does team creation. Oh, this one actually has all the teams and player names, so I didn't have to do that. So okay. I got to play so a full play, season you as didn't the play Brewers. It then, or? <laughs> I actually got to play the game as the Brewers. You just, you just, it's still in the case. That's why it's fun. Yeah. You just looked at the teams and were like, yeah, they did a good job yeah, at this, and then that. turned it off. <laughs> that looks about right, yeah. Well, all right. You and I might have to make a deal where maybe I'll just buy oh. Skyward Sword and can borrow your Wii and then give it back to you and you can have the Skyward Sword or something. I was wrong. One more. There you go. There's your Mario Kart. Uh, There was Mario Kart. (laughs) Mario Kart Wii. And I've got the wheels, too. Yeah, I did, too. My special Mario uh, wheel with the Mario controller. Yeah. But I think that came out with the Wii U, not the Wii. Yeah, the color. Yeah, the red and blue or red and green ones. Yeah. Yeah, because of, uh, that's what Mario Kart, is it technically Mario Kart 8, or what am I thinking of? Is that what it is now, right? I think 8 was the one for the Switch, right? Yeah, well, it came out on Wii U, and then they upgraded it on Switch. They added more shit, levels, characters, and it's basically the same game now, just DLC. (laughs) Good job, Nintendo. Yeah, we could work out something. You can can borrow it, Uh, not like I'm playing it. It's uh, I it's it's amazing. You can still buy these games brand new on Amazon. Are they still sixty dollars? That's fifty five. <laughs> what a deal! <laughs> I don't know. You don't get a deal on eBay for buying them used. I think the I'm seeing an average of like forty bucks. Maybe uh, used, you can get down into the twenties, but it's not like it's uh, it's not like it's a ten dollar game. So right, go into game GameStop. Week. GameStop will be charging $75 used. Yeah, but if you turn around and bring it back, they'll give you two bucks. Yeah, <laughs> they'll charge you because it's got a scratch. That's right. Uh, all right, well, I think that's it. I think we're good. It's, uh, it was a good two-hour show, minus uh, minus Sean. So there you go. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think that's it. Make sure you go to thechairshot.com and follow everything there for your wrestling and your entertainment news and reviews. You could follow this show on Twitter and on Facebook at a winner is you, the letter U, a winner is you. And uh, check out all the other podcasts that are out there on thechairshot.com, including uh, one of my favorites, the DWI podcast for your wrestling, because that's uh, one I'm on. As well as Bandwagon Nerds uh, for all your, almost, she's right now, DC is all over the place, so we're talking a ton of DC stuff. Uh, There's also Three Man Weave and Five Rounds for Sports and Pot is War and our kind of our brand new one is Women's Wrestling Talk. We're talking all things women wrestling, which is uh, really cool, and I'm glad to start hearing that one. And as well as our good friend Greg DeMarco and the Greg DeMarco Show, uh, which you can listen to as well. Uh, I think that's it, guys. That's uh, that's episode thirteen. You know, I think we made it out safely. You know, boom, no maybe. problems, nothing went wrong. I'm, I was really surprised. I might trip when I stand up. <laughs> you trip. <laughs> I, I hope you can still walk. You yeah, know, uh, we'll see. We'll up. see how it progresses. Yeah, get some of those boxes out of the way. That probably doesn't help you. You need to borrow some crutches. I actually have some crutches. Um, so, too, actually. You know, and a nice walking boot. So. Yep. You know. You can get think about it. 
We'll get you hooked up. You old folks have all that stuff. We'll uh, do a, just stored away. Yeah, we do, you need it. You gotta be prepared. Okay, you never know what's gonna happen when you, the next time you get up and you turn your neck and it can't move again. Yeah. So. Oh, if the weather drops, I better go get my crutches out. <laughs> I'm gonna be feeling it tomorrow. You don't know how right you are. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.